Blog Talk Radio. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern, or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. Helping you find and shine your inner light. And welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you for listening today. Once again, we're offering our call-in show where you have the opportunity to receive a reading. And we offer these call-in shows usually once a month on the fourth Sundays, but because there's five Sundays this month, we get to end the year with a little special bonus episode and a second week of call-in opportunities for you. So I would encourage you, if you would like to get a reading, to get in the queue now because we often have quite the wait uh, of people and we want to try to get to as many people as possible, but that means we go through people uh, who have been there longest, so first come, first serve. So hopefully if you get in now, you'll have plenty of opportunity to get a reading. My name is Hi C, and I am hosting the show today. I'm also a host of a couple of other shows here on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. Uh, On the second Sundays of each month, I host a show called Revolution, and that's on uh, the second Sunday at 10.30 a.m. And on the second Tuesday of each month, I co-host a show with Charlie Harrington uh, called The Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist. And the nice thing about both of those shows is they also have segments at the end of the show where you have the opportunity to call in and get readings. So if you aren't able to get one today or if you enjoyed this and you wanted to tell your friends to listen and perhaps get a reading as well, then I would encourage you to do that on one of those shows too. There's a lot of other things on those shows as well, so I think that you'll enjoy them. You can always find us. Uh, for Firefly Willows L-I-V-E on the web at fireflywillows.com slash live or you can like our Facebook page just facebook.com slash fireflywillows and we're happy to have you there we're happy to have questions comments about the show suggestions or to continue conversations that you might hear on the show if there is something that you have information about or if you suddenly get your own Uh, reading or information in some way and you want to pass that along, we would encourage you to come and do that on the Facebook page so that other people can benefit from that as well as engage in that conversation. And today I'm going to be joined by a special guest reader. Um, His name is Fred Isom. He's an intuitive life coach and he's going to be joining us and partnering with me to do readings as well. Um, He's actually located in St. Louis, Missouri, and he will be joining us very shortly. So I think while we wait for him to join us, I think what I'll do is I'll go ahead and start since there are already people lining up in the queue. um, I'll go ahead and start with the first reading and then I will bring Fred in as soon as he is able to uh, connect into the studio, which will probably just be in a couple of minutes. So let's go to the first person who's calling in. And this is someone calling from area code 229. Are you there, caller? Yes, I'm here. Hi, Pisces. This is Melvin. Melvin. And where are you calling from? Uh, Georgia. Georgia. 
Yes. And uh, now, did did we hear from you last week as well? I'm not sure. No, I don't think so. Oh, but you've called into the show before, yes? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. I have yes. spoken with you before. Well, welcome back. Yes, so, sir. what is I, it? What is what is it that you'd like for us to look at for you today? Uh, of course, you know any any good changes coming up for me uh, this coming year in any area of my life. Right. Uh, can you tell me what the day and month of your birth is? Um, September the 10th. All right. So the reason I ask that is I can calculate a year number and a year card, and a year goes from birthday to birthday. So you entered into a new year on your birthday in September, and it'll go through September of next year, which covers the majority of next year. Um, And so if you're on September 10th, that means that you are in a year of uh, you're in a seven year. So actually, yeah. your year number corresponds to the number of 2014 in general. Um, so well, in some ways, what that means is you may find some of the aspects of what you're dealing with amplified, as well as a lot of what this year may be about will be seen on the external level even more so for you than on an internal level. So. Seven is a number of commitment, and so it's a year where you really want to look at who and what you commit your energy to and whether you still Uh feel committed to that or if it's something you feel would be right for you to commit to. And if so, then we need to do that 100%. And if it's not something you still want to commit to or still believe in or still feel is a goal you want to pursue or whatever, then it's time to release and let go of that commitment rather than holding on to it out of obligation, out of familiarity, uh, out of concern of upsetting someone or people thinking that you didn't see something through to the end. We want to make sure that this is a year where you commit yourself and your energies to things that are truly in your best interest and what it is that you want to be putting it towards rather than feeling like you don't have the full energy to go after what it is that you really want during this year. Um, Now, combining that with the idea that 2014 is also a seven-year, then that Uh probably means really looking and paying attention to where you are committing your energy on an external level, career path, where you live, the kind of relationships you pursue, the kind of goals and projects that you're trying to create or do in the world. Um, There's probably a greater emphasis on things like career as well as movement forward, whether that means making a move or simply moving things forward, because seven corresponds to the chariot card, and therefore that's a a card of speed, which can show things starting to really speed up or ramp up during this year. Things may move very quickly. Opportunities will come and go very quickly, so you want to be ready to grasp onto them when they're there, rather than thinking you have a lot of time to think about it or ponder it. And uh, that's going to be extremely important. Think of it this way. If you're sitting at the bus stop and the bus Uh comes along and it slows down enough for you to be able to get on and then you, uh, and it opens the door 
you don't have time to be looking at the map and saying, well, hold on, can you just wait just a minute? Let me make sure you're going to where I need to go, and let me check the route here, and da-da-da-da. By the time you've done that, the bus will have moved on. Now, that doesn't mean that other opportunities wouldn't come. It just means you don't know when, and you don't know if they're going to take as direct of a route or a different route um, for you. So you want to be ready during this year to uh, grasp onto opportunities and run with them when they come along with no hesitation and no looking back. You also want to get into the driver's seat this year and be the one who is determining the course of your life, when things happen and where they go, rather than being a passenger and allowing other people or things to determine that for you, or making detours to accommodate others that takes you off of your path. If people are going the same direction with you, that's fine. They can get in the car and come along. But if they say, well can you give me a ride, but would it be okay if we just go over here first? Then you need to say, it's time for you to get out of the car and find your own transportation because I'm not going that way, and this is not the best time for me to make a detour because, again, you would probably miss out on some sort of opportunity or something like that because you need to be very directly and very um, strongly on your path or on the road you need to be on, going in the direction you need to be going without any detours because things will be happening very quickly and you don't want to miss them. Um, It's a really great year for setting goals and intentions for making moves, um, whether making a literal move, a career move, or something like that. It's also really a good time for getting something moving forward. So if you've been thinking about trying to go to the next level of your career, like pursuing another position or a promotion or something like that. Um, This is a really good year to be doing that. It likely will happen quickly. Um, You may find that there will be aspects that will involve travel of some sort. So travel may be a really key thing during this year, whether a trip you've thought about. And this is like major travel. So if there's some sort of major travel or move that you've thought about, this is a really good year to do that. You may also find that something related to your work or something else will involve travel or will mean you need to travel to some place in order to access it, to get it, and whether that means making a move for a job opportunity or something about the career that involves travel as part of the job, or even if it would just mean applying to a company that, say, is based in Canada and you have to travel to Canada to do the interviews and that kind of thing. Anything Uh, around that area is going to be very key this year, and you want to pay attention to opportunities and situations where that comes up because those are probably very important for you to take advantage of and to um, engage in. Okay. Wow, that's that's me. And and that's what I'm trying to do is uh, get back to school next month, and so those are some changes I want to make. I have eight classes remaining. Trying to find a loan, uh, either a grant or something to uh, get in there before the sixth of uh, next month. So, because I think I'm going to talk to you about, um, uh, I worked at a mental hospital here in Georgia, and it, it will close on Tuesday, the 31st. And uh, I'm not working right now, so that's what I'm trying to get. You know, get a, I have put in applications for jobs. Uh, but I'm definitely trying to get back in school because I am a football coach, and that's what I want to do, graduate this year and coach this season, and next season, excuse me, in 2014. Those are my 
pre, you know, goals to get, you know, get my life back on track because I think I have struggled enough and I yes. need a break from here. I have struggled enough. And, well, there's, uh, I, there's a lot of indication both with the year card as well as the other cards that I pulled for you that things are going to start moving forward because what happens in a chariot year is you start to feel as if where I was spinning my wheels or things were stalled, um, yeah. everything starts to move. Everything starts to move forward. But again, I would say you may have to be willing to make some sort of a move or to go to where there is opportunity rather than staying in the same place or thinking that opportunity, I have to wait out until there is opportunity where I'm already at. Because the chariot card asks us not to be stationary, not to get stuck in a rut, um, not to dig in our heels and say stuck where we are, but instead to be willing to get on the road and and drive or move towards the destination or where there is opportunity. So I would anticipate, um, because the other cards that came up as well are like the Magician card, the Ten of Wands. So there's a lot there about starting a new phase or cycle. The resources are likely going to be there for you to be able to do that. Um, But the Ten of Wands, it does encourage you with the Ten of Wands not to burn the candle at both ends. That can be a danger of a chariot year where we try to do too much, too fast, or all at once. Um, So you may want to prioritize and say, what's more important for me to do right now? Now, the world card comes up in the short term. The world card tends to indicate completing a phase or cycle of something. So I would say that that may indicate um, a need to uh, focus uh, initially on finishing up the education side of things and then using that to propel yourself forward because that may bring about opportunities or open up opportunities because you're now finished with that. So I would pay attention to that. That may mean just finding some sort of short-term job that can support you while you're going to school, but it's not worrying about finding some sort of long-term or um, grand career opportunity right now versus finishing up the education thing first. Do you see me uh, uh, in school by next month? Yes, because both the magician card, the ten, ten, the ten of wands is here. Ten tends to be a number of change and transition, but ten is also the completion of a phaser cycle that then moves us into the next cycle. Um, and the world card being in the short-term position, those all seem to suggest that um, starting something soon that is going to complete something that's already in process is likely to come about. So I would anticipate that the opportunity or ability for you to be able to go to school is going to be, because the magician card says the resources we need for something are there or are available to us or open up to us. So um, I, I would say that being able to do that is likely something that's going to be an opportunity in the very near future, if you want to think of it that way, um, for you to be able to do that. So somehow it seems that the Magician card is usually a very, very positive card in the sense the resources we need are going to be available or are going to be made available to us. So I would have... um, I I would really anticipate that either applying for the grants or the loans or something like that, that those resources are going to open up or be available for you, especially in the short term um, yeah. for you. 
Yeah, because I went to the college. I visited the college about two weeks ago, and I talked to the lady in the register office, and she was telling me about uh, I have maxed out all of my tuition, and plus I owed the college like $1,693, and um, I'm, that's why I'm trying to find about my finances to be able to, uh, you know, get in school or get a loan without a co-signer. And I just wanted the loan to be in my name. I don't, cause I don't think anybody will co-sign with me. And so I can just go ahead and finish these eight classes. Cause you know, it's really, it's a heavy burden on me cause I haven't been back to school since my mom passed in 2009. So that's, I, I want to finish these classes and, uh, I'm going to go in the morning and uh, talk to someone else in the uh, in the uh, uh, financial aid office at the university and, and see what my options are because being unemployed, uh, I do believe that some uh, state of uh, unemployment, um, the Georgia Department of Labor would help me, maybe help me, uh, uh, get, you know, pay for these eight classes for me if I, uh, you know, if, if somebody, because I think some of the employees at, at the hospital been laid off and, and all that can go to school as long as you um unemployed and they'll help you. Is, is, is that correct for me? Uh, yes. Now, the fact that the world card is in the short term, which for me is the next one to three months, may mean that you don't start in January. But what I would anticipate is that within the first quarter of the year, so in January, February, March, you're able to find the resources that you will need to complete your education. So you might want to let go of worrying so much about starting in, in January for school itself, but instead to focus on finding the resources because this would indicate that within the first three months of the year, they will likely come along um, to really focus on the different avenues you can explore for resources to help you with that and then start school as soon as possible after you find those fall. resources. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, because the, the magician card actually corresponds to cancer and cancer is, well, kind of mid-summer-ish but that would probably point to perhaps starting school itself, either in a right. summer term or in the fall. But the world card would indicate that you would likely find the resources that you need to be able to complete this phase of your education within the next right. three months. So it will be in place to be able to do that. Okay. All right? Yeah, cause I, yes, sir. And uh, I, uh, I I just want to say something quick. Uh, um I misplaced my uh, birth certificate, and I truly need it before the 4th of uh, next month because it's, the, the state of Georgia now uh, requires uh, you have to have it when you get your license renewed. Uh, it's somewhere around my home. Um, could could you help me, D? Is I'm close to it? Can you tell me uh, so, where I have well, looked? Um, actually, is it is it not possible for you to like uh, just get another copy from the yes. county or whoever it is that you get that from? Because the chariot card, as that uh, as your year card, says we want to do things that that expedite processes, that make things happen quickly. So if 
you've searched your house and you can't find it, and spent, instead of spending more time trying to find it around the house, just right. call and have another copy sent to you. That will be quicker and easier than worrying about where did I misplace it and tearing apart drawers and closets again and all of that kind of thing. And it takes all of the stress away because you know that you make a phone call, you order it, it's on its way, and it's like, okay, there's something I don't even have to worry about anymore. I can focus on other things. Yeah, I was, but I was trying to uh, not pay the $25 fee. You know, they charge you for that. For, yes. For well, and, but sometimes the 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 paying that fee allows things to simply move forward rather than to get stalled and the key thing in a chariot year is you don't want to do anything that helps to create situations or circumstances where things can get stalled or slowed down right. so so here and I know that money is tight because of the job situation but here there is a sense that you probably will need your driver's license that's a very important thing to have and therefore, paying the fee and just having another one sent so you know you have it. And, you know, if you find the other one at some point, great. You have a second copy that you can put away someplace safe. But paying the fee, expediting the process so you know it's just done means there's no sort of delay or anything that stalls your ability to get your license renewed because that's going to be something very important for you to have. Uh, likely in the work situation, either you're going to be finding a job or you're going to be driving around a lot or on the go, but in general, you would just need your car, obviously. <laughs> it's very important to be, oh, able to be driving. So. Yeah, I definitely need my car. <laughs> so, I need so, yes, yeah. so, so here there seems to be more of an indication of not worrying about trying to locate it where it's been misplaced versus just do what you can to expedite the situation so you know it's taken care of and there's one on the way to you. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes a point. Yeah, that takes a lot of stress off of anybody saying that, so... I was just being kind of cheap right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I, I understand yeah, that, but, yeah. but let's be cheap around the things that are not important, and let's recognize yeah. where the importance is of sometimes paying for something like this is extremely important because that's key to you being able to continue earning money by being able to get to your job. Okay, that would be great. Yes, sir. That would be great. Yeah, because I, I, need, I need some – I'm just tired of struggling, you know, in all phases of my life. I'm just ready for some good things to happen to me. Well, the the uh, cards that have come up have indicated that you're on the verge of that shifting because the Magician card, the World card, shows that we're getting ready to complete this phase and move into a whole new phase. So right. um, I, I think that you're going to very quickly, start, within the next couple of months, you're going to really start seeing a, a turnaround of that. Plus that Chariot card, you're going to start to see things moving forward. Man. That's, I'm, I thank you for everything, because yeah, I really need this. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just walking on eggshells, man. It's like, ugh, Jesus, help somebody, help me, you know. And I, I don't pray my lungs out, so I, I just, you know, just I'm just, I'm just trying. I mean, I'm just right. trying, and I need. Well, it's kind of I like you, you fueled the car, you've revved things up, you're ready to go, and things are going to start yeah. zooming out of the gate probably within the next three months, but I would anticipate it's not going to be three months from now. It's probably much sooner than that. With that magician card especially, it's, it, there's a, and the Ten of Wands being there, there's a lot of, we're, we're, we're right at the gate, we're getting ready to go. Okay, that's great. And uh, do you have time for another question or do you have to move on? 
Uh, no, I'm going to go ahead and move on because we have a okay. number of people waiting in the queue. But feel free to call okay. back in the future. All right? All right. Thank you so much. God bless you so Thank much for you. what you Thank do. You. Thanks right. very much Thank for calling in. And I believe that we have our co-host for the day, Fred Isom, on the line. Are you there, Fred? I am here. Well, welcome to the show. Sorry, Thank we were you. having nice a little technical issue. <laughs> Sorry about having a technical issue getting connected, but now we have you in. Um, So you are an intuitive life coach. Why don't you just very quickly let people know who you are, what you do, and how they can contact you. Okay. Well, my name is Fred, and I live in St. Louis, Missouri, and um, I'm uh, among the many things that I do uh, for the purposes of today. I um, am an intuitive life coach, meaning that I will help you from where you are starting today and help you reach a goal or destination that you are aiming toward as far as manifesting change in your life, improving your life, making your life better than what it is today. And I help you go from today into tomorrow to be a better and best version of who you are and want to be. And I have a presence on Facebook. You can find my practice, The Inner Voice, on Facebook. And if you just do a search, it'll pop up very easily. All right. Well, with that having been said, I think we're going to just toss you into the frying pan here and move to our next caller for our next reading. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to go to... Now, the screen name says Mary Lou Who. Hi. Is this this Mary Lou? It is. All right. So where where are you calling from today, Mary Lou? I'm in New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans. Well, welcome to the show. I love New Orleans. Yay. Thanks. You might need to turn your computer speakers down just a bit because we're getting a bit of an echo. Okay. Is that better? Yes. And so what is it that we can look at for you today? You look at my love life in 2014. All right. A particular relationship or just your love life in general for 2014? My love life in general. If I find a particular relationship, that would be interesting. All right. But you're not in one right now, so we're not looking at one that you're in right now. All right. Uh, And, uh, Fred, do you want to let people know what tools you are using today for doing the readings? Certainly. Um, I'm going to be alternating between two decks, just as I feel called and led to do so. Um, One of them is the Psychic Tarot Oracle deck, and the author of that is John Holland. And the other deck that I will be using is the Ascended Masters Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue. Cool. I know both decks. And what's the uh, day and month of your birth, Mary Lou? October 22nd, 1962. All right. So, since I was chat-chat-chatting away for the first reading, Fred, I'm going to let you jump in and do this one first. Okay. So, if I heard you correctly, your question is just in general, what does love have in store for you for 2014? Is someone special going to come into your life? Is that, yes. is that, the, uh, is that what you're looking for? Sure. Okay. Let's see what we have here. I'm going to start with the Ascended Masters deck, and then I will move into the Psychic Tarot Oracle deck. Okay. And just getting the card shuffled here. 
and we're going to put out three cards each. Uh, the first card will represent the past, where you're coming from. The second card will represent the present, where you are currently. And then the third card will represent the future, where is it that you're going, what is there to come. Okay. And from the Ascended Masters deck, this is a very interesting combination. I'll give you all three at once, and then I will break them down card by card. In the past position, the first card, trust has come up with Vishnu. And let me give a bit of a preface here with the Ascended Masters deck. They're basically each, each card, for those unfamiliar with the deck, each card has a representation of some sort of god or, you know, um, <clears throat> revered, revered person or being from pantheons and belief systems from all over the world. So in this first card, we have Vishnu in the Hindu pantheon with trust. And without even having to consult literature on this deck, the message that's coming to me from the, that's just speaking to me from this card uh, is, is basically just telling me that there have been either, there's been some sort of trust issue in the past, whether it be trusting yourself and relationships and what you have to offer someone else or the ability to just trust other people and what's coming toward you, what people are willing to offer you and the ability to trust that that's genuine. That's just the impression that I'm getting right off the bat here. Uh, moving into the next card, the present card, um, nurture yourself with Mother Mary has come up. It's one o'clock. So, and so I'm sensing, the sense that I get from this is that in the present, right now, there's this affirmation of sort of being in a place where taking care of yourself, making sure that you are meeting your own needs, um, especially on this emotional level in terms of relationship, but also making sure that by nurturing yourself, you are you, you have the ability to meet someone halfway as the strongest person you possibly could be by nurturing yourself. And then going to this third card, very interesting. Um, some of these Indian names are very interesting to try to pronounce because there's so many letters to them. Um, but I'm seeing a Paramahansa Yogananda, and his message is to choose peace. And that's in the future. So I'm getting a sense from all three of these cards that for you, there is a, there's a suggestion that there is some work to be done in order to learn how to trust yourself and trust others in the context of a relationship, learn how to nurture yourself in the present, in the present moment, so that you can be the best partner you can be. And with this future card of with the, with the future card of choose peace, that's very striking to me because now I'm getting the sense of um, there's maybe been instances in the past where either there have been just negative thought patterns that repeat themselves, and there's a struggle with keeping those thoughts at bay, either for yourself 
or even conflict that's occurred between you and other people you've been in past relationships with and just the ability to not get involved in those types of interactions and just trying to find someone and be with someone who you can just be comfortable and relaxed and not have conflict and tension 24-7. So I'm getting the, the overall sense that I get from these cards is that if both work for yourself and the ability to interact with other people can be raised to a higher level and a more at a more productive and a more integrated level, then 2014, it could actually be a very good year for you in terms of finding the right person for you. And to supplement this, I'm going to go to the Psychic Tarot Oracle deck and pull three more cards, supplementing each one. Let's see what they get here. Um, the way this deck works is that in the minor arcana, they are color-coded. There's an emotional deck that is bordered by green, so it deals with things of an emotional nature. There is, um, there is a section that is section of the deck that is blue, and that deals with things happening in the mind. There's a section of the deck that's purple, and it involves things happening in spirit. And there's a section of the deck that's bordered in red, and those deal with things that are happening in the, in the physical world. And then, of course, there's the major arcana, which are all slightly renamed for different purposes. And then rather than court cards, we have cards for the seven chakras. So what's come up for, for me here is, in the past, a green-bordered card that says Memories of Love has come up, which is an interesting supplement to the Trust card. So certainly there are some past relationship, you know, the, the word that's flashing to me right now is um, handling emotional baggage and unpacking those things and putting them away in a healthy way, not carrying baggage with you from your past into the present to muddy things too much, if that makes sense. Um, the next card that has come up is obstacles and challenges. I believe this card is in the mental border. Is in the uh, is in the mental suit. I'm just double checking that. Um, actually, no. It's in the it's in the uh, it's in the spiritual suit. So, obstacles and challenges on a spiritual level that are affecting the way you allow yourself to plug into the present in your relationships, whether it be, you know, um, something that's sort of coming to mind right now <clears throat> or that's just coming to me right now is possibly, you know, the ability to, or having the phrase in your mind of, you know, is this person really interested in me? Did I really attract this person? You know, did I really attract someone this great into my life? Am I really deserving of someone like this, that type of, those types of interactions with people that are so amazing and so wonderful that it makes you question, you know, do I really deserve this? And I think that those things really do hit us on a soul level. 
So this is an interesting card, the obstacles and challenges card, to nurture yourself with Mother Mary by allowing that answer to be, yes, I do deserve this. This doesn't have to be that difficult. You know, finding the right love, finding the right person in your life doesn't have to be a challenge. It doesn't have to be one obstacle, one challenge, one point of tension after the next. It really actually can be a joyous journey together with someone else. And then the third card moving on into that is actually we're going to the major trumps, and we've got the destiny card, which is 10, which in standard tarot deck would, would correspond with, I believe it is the world card. That's the Wheel of Fortune, my bad. So we have the we have the Wheel of Fortune coming in. And with the Wheel of with the Wheel of Fortune it's I'm very much getting the impression that twenty fourteen actually could be a very potent year for you in love, whether it be the actual person you're meant to be with or just the person you just someone that you have the most compatibility with that you've ever had coming into your life, or you could just meet someone very significant this year who will just help you unpack a lot of unpack a lot of baggage, help you learn a lot about yourself, and just help you be a better person in general than you are than you are currently. Because you know we have those relationships that only last you know on a temporary short term basis, but they're very they're amazing, they're transformational. And they really do make us better people. They just don't happen to work out and last for the long term. And those relationships are okay because every relationship that we have makes us, hopefully makes us better and ready for the next person that comes along. So I'm going to actually stop talking for the moment and ask you if you have any questions or if you want to offer any reflection or feedback on that. Um, I am familiar with those decks, especially the Holland deck. And... Uh, um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I, 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 we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll, I'm taking it all in, absorbing it. So I'm just going to okay. jump in, and I'm just going to add a little bit for what's come up for me as well. Um, and uh, one thing I will kind of echo is it does seem as if 2014 is a very potent or key year for you and that there very much is a significant relationship of some sort that is likely to come into your life. Um, the very first card that came up for me was the King of Cups, um, and that shows us that it may be someone who is a Pisces or it may come during the period of Pisces, Pisces being uh, February 20th to March 20th, roughly. So I would especially pay attention to that period of time as to who you meet uh, and relationship opportunities that may come about during that time. Um, King of Cups is also the card of the healer and healing. And so, again, it would echo what uh, Fred was saying, that it seems as if this is someone and a relationship that probably is going to be very key to helping to unpack some remaining baggage that you may be carrying around to finally put the feel on a, a healing process and be able to fully embrace and open yourself up to a relationship possibility rather than questioning it, doubting it, or holding a part of yourself back um, rather than fully engaging and fully opening yourself up to it. Um, that also, I think, speaks um, to the year card that you're in because 
you're in an 11 year, and 11 is a master number, which it's two ones, so it shows us something new that may be coming about, or a new direction, or a new phase of something starting. However, a master number indicates moving to a higher level of something, starting the next phase of something. So this is a year where you have the opportunity to move to the next higher or more spiritual phase of relationship experience for you, as well as, and sometimes a master number just means it's time to step up our game. So we need to start doing things at the next level or start doing things at the next intensity or start pushing ourselves to the next uh, phase or the next way of doing something than what we have been. Um, next to the King of Cups was the Hermit card, so I think that this relationship coming in is going to be key to helping bring an end to a previous relationship cycle and light the path or light the way for you to move into new relationship experience in 2014. Um, 11 corresponds to the Justice card, this means that it's key for you, and this echoes some of what Fred was saying as well, to stay true to yourself, to be who you are um, when you meet people, to not try to hide a piece of yourself, to not try to present what you think they want to see versus being your true and complete self. Um, find your voice, be willing to use it, be authentic, that's going to be what people find attractive about you. Um, so don't sugarcoat yourself. Don't, you know, uh, try to, to dilute parts of yourself because you're afraid of showing too much too soon. And you're like, well, I'll let them know the full extent of that part of myself if this continues. Just do it from the beginning. Um, the deck I use for the year cards actually calls, well, they correspond to Egyptian deities. So the 11 card is Bast, who is a cat or the cat-headed goddess. Um, she is a mother goddess, so there is that aspect of the Mother Mary coming in, of being gentle with yourself, but also trusting your instincts. Um, but it's called Holy Longing and Desire. So it says that this is a year where you have the opportunity to fulfill or to experience something that you have a holy longing or a desire for that you have carried around for a long time. So again, it shows it's a very potent year for relationship opportunity and experience. The key is going to be you being your true self, staying authentic to who you are, to, to not diluting yourself from the beginning in the hopes that it'll be enough to interest them, but not too much to drive them away so that you have time to decide when you can tell them more. Just start from the very beginning so you don't have that stress or worry, um, which may speak to some of the trust issues that, that Fred was uh, alluding to from the past. Um, you know, it's kind of like, well, in the past when somebody found out who I really was or how much I really liked this or whatever, that's, that suddenly made them less interested. Don't let that get in the way of being your full true self from the very beginning. Um, because King of Cups especially would be somebody who is totally open and receptive to accepting, loving, and seeing a person for who they truly are. And the more we show them who we truly are, the more they're going to be attracted to us. Uh, so this seems to be a very uh, good year, important year, as well as a very, I'll keep using the word Fred used, potent year for you to be able to find and come into contact with significant relationships uh, that you either have been looking for or that you need to start putting intention and having vision around what it is that that really means to you so that it can both 
come into your life and you can recognize it when it appears. Okay. Is there any possibility that I might have already met this person? Um, it's possible. I mean, the you know, the wheel card coming up for Fred would tell me that sometimes things that come around, uh, come back around again. So it could be a year. The one thing you want to pay attention to is have you both grown and evolved and are you at a similar kind of level or is it where you're coming back around again but now you're reminded how much you've grown compared to the other person. So now it's actually better to not try to re-engage that because either you've grown differently or one of you has grown more than the other rather than you're both at the same level and the same readiness to engage in the kind of relationship that you want. Okay. And if I can chime in here a moment, I see the, the phrase, just the little whisper that I just got was that um, for, the, for the circumstance and situation <clears throat> that these readings are for, um, I got this whisper that you likely do know this person at this point, but they're not currently on your radar. So one of those friends you haven't talked to for a long time, but they may come to very just in the most random situation, cross your path and, hey, how have you been? How are you? What's going on? Would you like to go and grab a cup of coffee and catch up or some scenario like that unfolding? That's the, that's the whisper and the impression that I'm getting from that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. for. very awesome, guys. Thank you very, very much. And Happy well, New you. Year. Thank you. Same to you. Happy New Year to you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. And we'll just keep plugging right along here, shall we? Uh, we'll we move on. And now we're going to go to someone calling from area code 256. Are you there, caller, in area code 256? Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? We can. Yes. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Kimberly, and I'm calling from Tucker, Georgia. Tucker, Georgia. Well, welcome to the show. All right. What is it that we can look at for you today? I am just looking at uh, finding a new job after, because I've been teaching public school for 10 years, and I want something with a little bit more freedom. So I'm in the process of looking at other positions, and I just want to know how that goes for me in a new year. And would you like us to look at some places or opportunities that you have specifically been exploring, or do you want us to just look more generally about your uh, career opportunities in the coming year? Yeah, just generally in the coming year. Okay, that is fine. Uh, what's the day and month of your birth? 11-5. All right. And if you've been listening, you know that's to calculate your year number and your year card, which goes from birthday to birthday. So if you were November 5th, then that is, uh, so, well, there's two things. As a number, numerologically, you're in a four year. Four is a number of foundation. Um, so this is a year to look at either strengthening or rebuilding uh, the foundation that you need to support what it is that you're envisioning putting on top of that foundation. Um, in the Tarot standpoint, it's a 13, which corresponds to the death card. And so based on the question you're asking, this is a really good year for transformation. It's a good year for rebirth. 
it's a good year for bringing an end to something that no longer has life left in it, meaning nothing that it has to offer or to serve you, so that we can make space for something new. So it's a really good year for bringing death, if you will, to the particular kind of work you've been doing in order to open up the space and to begin to give rebirth to your career by doing it in a new way, in a new uh, environment, um, something like that. So you're certainly attuned to the energies of your year card uh, for what it is that you're trying to do in your career, and that's going to help you in doing that. Um, it may take a little bit of time because the death card tends to be about the letting go, dying, composting process. Um, so you may not see it come about right away, but I would go back to the four, uh, and numer the numerological aspect, which says this is the year to be building the foundation or establishing the foundation for you to be able to make that kind of a change or that kind of a move in your career. Um, the... Uh, the cards that came up for me start with the Three of Discs or the Three of Pentacles, and that's followed by the Ten of Cups. So there's a, a strong indication of being able to um, make that kind of move, although the Ten of Cups to me would probably say it'll either take 10 months or be around the 10th month, so I would anticipate that you will find the kind of position or the kind of change that you're looking for um, it'll take about 10 months. When did you start your search for making this kind of change? Um, I've been looking for about two months now. Okay. So, and, and the reason I asked that, I wanted to check because that means we would, that if we go 10 months from when you started your search, that would put us around August, which may mean that you'll be starting something new in the new school year since you said that you work in education, um, which would be in the fall. Uh, because otherwise it would be October. October could still work because maybe you would start at the beginning of next year if it started in the middle of a school year, depending on what level of school. I don't know how easy that is. Um, but I would anticipate that by October, uh, well, by October you'll probably really be happy with where you're at. By August you probably will find or will have found um, the opportunity for you to be able to make this kind of change. Now, Again, whether that means you actually would make the change for the next school year or whether it's just that you have found the right opportunity and now you're in the process of putting that in place to make the change, I would anticipate that's where you're going to be at by around August. Uh, Three of Pentacles coming in there is a card of teamwork and collaboration. So oftentimes that can be a card where either we are part of a group or a team. So it may be that you're working in collaboration with somebody else like It'd be like sharing a classroom or teaching a program with more than one person um, rather than it just being you or something like that. But I would also, sometimes the Three of Pentacles can be about creating something new that we wouldn't be able to do on our own. So I would also see that as perhaps looking at opportunities in places where either there is a, a new school being built, a new program being developed, um, or something that is kind of in the process of being created because people have come together to start making it happen, to start making it a reality. That is probably going to be where you're going to find some key opportunities for you. Um, plus, if you're part of that development process or the creation of a program, that gives you greater freedom 
in the sense of you get to help establish what that looks like, how you participate in it, how it's structured, um, which goes back to the four in, in your number for the year because you're part of establishing the foundation for something from the ground up. Therefore, your place in it and what you do in it is going to be very much, you're, you're very active in creating that. It's kind of like when somebody gets to go in and create the job description for some place rather than a job description already being in place that they're being interviewed for. That's the kind of thing I would anticipate you'll find as well as to really actively look for is that kind of opportunity or that kind of situation for yourself. Okay. Sounds great. Um, and, and that's why, and I would come back to that's why it may be that um, that August time frame, that 10-month okay. time frame, one, it may show us that even though, like, let's say next school year, you're not necessarily starting in this new position yet, if it's something new that's being developed, they may still have to take the time, like, say, it's going to be another year before they're able to implement the program or open the school, but you'll be part of the ground floor. You'll You'll be collaborating and working with them to get that going. So you may still be working where you are right now, say for another year, for the next school year, but you would already be involved in that process. So by August, you would know that you have that to look forward to because you're engaged and involved with that group of people or with that process in some way, and you know that it's coming to allow you to make that kind of a change. Okay. Okay. So, Fred, what is it that might be coming up for you for this? Well, I've actually been sitting here giggling with the phone being on mute because I only drew two cards, one from each deck, to see how this might go. And the first thing that struck me was as I was shuffling, the Psychic Tarot Oracle deck, the Obstacles and Challenges card from the last reading popped back out. Um, and noticing that I, I got to looking at it, and at the top of these, at the top of these particular cards, there's a number because they're numero numerologically based. And on the Obstacles and Challenges card is five, and it means change, uncertainty, realignment inconsistently, yet freedom, uh, the opportunities for travel. One of the things that was just starting to flash across my mind was the opportunity for, I, I don't know if you've considered any sort of at-distance consulting with part of this shift that you're thinking about making in your career, but there's just something about working with people who aren't necessarily local to you that's sort of coming to me here with this. Um, the two main cards for the reading are Rejoice and Celebration, which is bordered by green, so it's an emotional, so it's from the emotional suit, and it is three. So three is coming up again here for, you know, the, representing the Trinity, Harmony, Union, Expansion, Advancement, Enthusiasm, giving birth to something. And then from the Ascended Masters deck, Kasumi, popped up, and his message is to stay focused. So there's a lot, there seems to be a lot of energy supporting you and writing with you in this, and I couldn't help but notice that between the two numbers on the Oracle deck, we have a five and a three, which add up to eight. So this is reinforcement <laughs> from my side for August. <laughs> wow. Wow. <Yeah. laughs> That's so, wonderful. So and I, I, and I, I think I'm definitely hearing that uh, you know spirit seems to be on your side with this. It sounds like it feels like. And I think that the three coming up again is really key to looking for opportunities to be part of a collaborative effort, to be part of a team, especially creating something. 
um, trying to put something together like a program or a school. And that may be where the distance thing that Fred is getting may come in too, because it may be people that aren't necessarily located locally. And that may be where the important role you're able to play comes in because they may be able to they may be trying to create something in your area or in a school in your area or something like that but they're not necessarily in or from that area and they need the local person to help with that process so again you get to be part of the the foundation building the the ground up kind of thing and maybe the foundation is a literal word to pay attention to foundations like places where people you know, um, have money uh, and donate money. Um, look, look for foundations that may be trying to establish some sort of a program or a school or something like that in your area, because that may also be something that you end up being a uh, becoming a, a collaborator with or being the the ground floor person on or something like that. Okay. Thank you so much. This has been very enlightening today. Thank you so much. You are very Thank welcome. You're so welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. You both have a happy new year. You too. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Uh, I'll just remind you that if you're listening and want to get a reading, you'll need to be getting in the queue fairly quickly because we do have a number of people already there. Uh, You can Skype in or you can call 646-716-5510. And you can always find us online at fireflywillows.com slash live or on Facebook at facebook.com slash fireflywillows. And I'm Hi C, and my guest reader today is intuitive life coach Fred Isom. And you can find him on Facebook at The Inner Voice. So we will be back after this break. And the next person we're going to is calling from area code 650. So if you're calling from that area code, please be ready because we'll be coming to you next.
are back. Thanks for listening. You're listening to Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, and this is our monthly call-in show, although this is a special Fifth Sunday version, uh, where you have the chance to call in and receive a reading from various hosts of the Firefly Willows L-I-V-E shows, as well as special guests, such as our reader today, which is intuitive life coach Fred Isom. So we are going to move along in our queue here to our next caller, and this is someone calling in from area code 650. Um, are you there, caller from 650? Yes, I am. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Jody. I'm calling from San Jose. All right. Welcome to the show, Jody. And what is it that we can look at for you today? Yes, um, I've been pretty optimistic about um, my job search and about um, getting a job in the new year here. Um, but I woke up this morning um, uh, just a little unsettled. And, um, and so I just uh, thought I'd call in. All right, well, that's no problem. Um, and I, I will say that astrologically, uh, these last five days of the year are very, let us say, turbulent <laughs> energetically, um, which can cause us to feel very emotionally out of balance, which, which can kind of create this storm-tossed quality to our emotional states, which can cause us to have a lot of self-doubt um, or to start feeling very negative or pessimistic either about choices we've made directions we're going, you know, the future is bleak and desolate and that kind of thing, um, that is going to shift, um, but those astrological energies are probably not going to shift um, very much until after the first. So towards the end of the week, they start to really um, shift. And the, the nice thing is that when they do shift, they're going to, because the, the biggest I think the biggest thing that will affect that energetically for people is going to be Jupiter. Um, and Jupiter is moving towards, well, it's doing all sorts of things. March is a very key time for when Jupiter really kicks into high gear. Um, but it, it will start before that because it's kind of a ramp-up time. So I think that what you'll find, pay attention to how you seem to emotionally shift towards the end of next week and moving into the new year because you may find that you look back and go, okay, that little period of time was just uh, almost becoming more of like a, a pity party I was allowing myself to wallow in rather than some sort of real intuitive hit about how I should be feeling or looking at things. Um, and so I just say this to hopefully encourage you that this is kind of like a blip on the astrological radar that's a part of this these last few days of the year and it's not so much an indication of what the year may hold or what may be going on for you in in the reality and the bigger scheme of things um, so having said that we're going to hand this over to fred and see what it is that has come up for him around what it is that you have asked us to look at hi joey how are you fine thank you <laughs> good <laughs> So as I see was talking, I went ahead and pulled some cards here just for the situation, and I'm just doing one card a piece from both decks. And as I was listening to you talk and listening to him just explain some influences that are happening currently, I was actually rather touched by the two cards that came up. 
um, from the Psychic Tarot Oracle deck, um, uh, 15, Temptation, actually popped up, which in this deck is the equivalent to the Devil from the Major Arcana. And the sense that I get from this card is simply, um, it very much feeds into the energies that are currently existing right now astrologically, right this wave. Don't, um, just do your best not to allow yourself to feed into that voice of, that voice of nagging, that voice of doubt, the voice of questioning that all too common pops up into our heads when we're just, we're not sure about something or whenever we're starting to doubt ourselves or, you know, maybe I should have done this, maybe I should have done that, or what if I do this? And then it's just, it's like the domino effect that starts putting us down the hill into that very dark, shadowy valley place that just isn't the best place for solid decision-making or really thinking of any sort. It's sort of just that emotional valley place that while it's okay if we go there from time to time, we just don't want to live there, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Thank you. Um, and then the other card from the Ascended Masters deck uh, white buffalo calf woman, who just a little bit of history on her, is a prophetess who appeared to the Lakota Native Americans, and she presented them with a special pipe that amplifies the power of their prayers and to bridge a connection between heaven and earth. And the message of this card is peace offering, and it's basically and it's basically a message of make peace. Make peace with yourself and take it easy on yourself. Have, comp- have compassion on yourself. Allow yourself to feel in this situation um, what it is that you're feeling, again, without getting hooked in by it. You know, make yourself, a pe- make yourself a peace offering for this feeling that you're having, saying that it's okay for me to feel this way. Some, you know, something better is going to, you know, something better, something will improve the situation. This will be okay. You know, something to, you know, make peace with the haunting thought that is dwelling in your head right now, that is dwelling on your heart that you, that you woke up with. You know, whatever it is that's influenced, whatever it is that's influencing this, you know, the, the phrase, this too shall pass, is floating in front of my eyes right now. So it's, mm-hmm. it's one of these situations of just hanging there. Great. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm typically a pretty positive person, but today just got a little overwhelming. Yeah, it started, started oh, absolutely. yesterday started yesterday and uh, I, I did have a dream um, a few days ago that um, I had been looking for a job for several months now and I did have a dream that um, I walked into this interview and um, I was sell, you know I was in the interview I was trying to sell myself and uh, to this manager and he does she goes Jody stop selling yourself you have the job and so um, so I, you know, and then the next day I got, a, right before Christmas, the day before Christmas, I got, not the day before, like the 23rd, someone reached out to me to um, uh, for a job interview after Christmas. So I, so it was, you know, good things are happening. I mean, but I just. Um, yeah, it sounds like a fantastic. It's just yeah, you know, riding, so I mean, riding the wave of the, riding the wave of the current situation. It also in the moment when those people offer you those compliments, it's a very important thing. And I think it's one thing that we don't allow ourselves to do often enough is when we get offered a compliment, take a moment to just stand there and bask in the energy of those words and realize that they're meant for you. Those are a gift. Those are. 
you know, that's something that someone else is validating that they see within you. You know, take it and savor it for a moment. Enjoy the moment. Smile. Express your thanksgiving for it. And, you know, really integrate that into yourself saying, you know, yeah, I am that person. Yeah, I am capable of that. Yes, I, I am worth that praise. This is a good thing. Even, even though it's in a dream? Yeah, even though it's in a dream. Don't under it. I would just say don't underestimate the power of dreams and that dreams are a very significant um, vehicle for us to receive information and messages from. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and, and one thing I would say about the cards that came up for me for you, uh, well, first of all, I'm going to go back to what you were saying about the dream. And this is going to be very important for you moving forward because you said you were looking for a job. When you go in, don't sell yourself. Just be yourself. Stop trying so hard to think about how to market and package and sell yourself. And instead, trust that who you are and what you have to offer is enough. So just go in and be yourself because what they need, they will see in you because of who you are, not because of what you're selling. Okay. Um, another thing that came Actually, up here... Let's chime, in, to chime in on that really quick, I see. Um, something that I want to add to that is for the people who do get so caught up in trying to sell themselves by being yourself, that is how you're selling yourself. It automatically just transmits. It just comes across. People will buy into you for being you. Okay. And another another theme that came up here for what for the cards that came up for me, um, you may be spending too much time alone. You may need to be a bit more social or be reaching out and being engaged or surrounded by people and places that are supportive of you, that celebrate who you are and make you feel like you're a part of the world rather than you're somehow getting left behind by the world. And okay. in the sh in the short-term position, the Four of Wands came up. Now, there's a couple of ways to look at that. On the one hand, as the short-term, which is the next three months, that could in Four of Wands is a card, traditionally it was a card of marriage, but it's a card of things coming together or of partnering up with someone or something, um, being a participant in something. Uh, so it seems as if things start to come together and you start to participate in the creation of your future as well as perhaps being able to partner up, and that could be like getting a job or whatever, but it's this idea of, of entering into some sort of relationship or partnership with someone or something in order to create a vision. That's likely going to be happening, and you're going to feel much more fired up and feel as if you're once again part of the process um, of living, of the world, etc., um, within three months or less. Four of Wands, because it's Wands, would probably be quicker than a full three months. Um, but I would spe especially say by the next fire sign, which is Aries, you'll probably be really kind of sitting much more comfortably and feeling much more optimistic and fired up about things. The other way to look at the Four of Wands is that it represents four days. So I would pay attention to information or situation or someone you come across or even just reaching back out to the person that asked you about that interview four days from now which is the day after New Year, so it would be the second, so on Thursday, um, which is interesting because that immediately takes us out of kind of this 
un, uneasy <laughs> uh, astrological energy that we're in through the first. Um, and as soon as that shifts and starts to dissipate and move away, this is saying then things start to happen and or it's a really great time to be reaching out and that kind of thing. So really pay attention to Thursday, Friday, um, because your opportunity to participate or connect or for things to come together is probably going to be extremely strong at that time and you don't want to miss it. Okay. Uh, just a question on when you said one to three months, I, it's like the job could happen between one or three months? Well, if that's the primary or thing you're focusing on. Yes. Because I'm saying one, two, three months, but the fact that it's wands, which is fire, tends to be very fast, so it's probably less than three months. I would just say three months from now, you'll probably be feeling like you're sitting pretty, if you will, that okay. you're, you, you're, you're, you're relaxed into and you're a part of the process of moving your life forward again, rather than feeling as if, how do I get this going? But it likely will be something that occurs sooner than that, but especially by that time, you'll probably be feeling that. Um, but I think that end of the week is very key to what's going to set that in motion or be part of making that happen. So really pay attention during that time as well as make a particular effort to reach out during that time. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you, right. both of you. You're more than welcome. Absolutely. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Have a nice new year. Yes, you too, both of you. Thank right. you very much. Bye. All right. Thank you. You Bye. too. So from there, we're going to move to area code 609. Are you there, caller, from area code 609? I'm here. Well, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Anne, and I'm calling from New Jersey. Anne in New Jersey. Well, thank yes. you for joining us today. And what is it that we thank can look you. at for you? Well, I'd like to see if you see any type of relationship coming into my life. What, what's the day and month of your birth? Uh, 726. So you're kind of in the middle-ish of your year. Uh, so... So you're in a six year right now. This would be a more conducive time. Um, I would pay attention to who you meet as well as there may be opportunities between now and your next birthday that will come okay. up to offer you the opportunity um, to move in a new direction relationship wise. Now, okay. one thing that you're one thing you're going to be challenged by is uh -huh. uh, being you're being challenged to not necessarily follow the same path or the same way that you normally approach or find relationships, to try it in a different way, to go down a different direction, to trust that going away where you're not quite sure where it'll end up may be better for you because it'll open up new opportunities rather than just pursuing or looking for the path that you would normally follow because it's familiar or easy. Okay. And so that can include going out with types, although I hate it when people get stuck in types, but um, <laughs> going out with different types of people than you might normally think that you would or would consider going out uh -huh. with, um, perhaps pursuing avenues and opportunities to meet people in environments or ways that you normally wouldn't 
put a lot of effort or a lot of belief in. Um, uh, that those kind of things are going to probably be very conducive for you in the first half of the year um, between now and your birthday to coming into contact with some new relationship opportunities. But it'll be because you're challenging yourself and opening yourself up to things that might be unfamiliar, new, or slightly uncomfortable just in the sense that it's not your normal thing. Um, mm-hmm. That will probably pay off for you. Um, okay. quite nicely. So really challenge yourself to do that and pay attention to opportunities that might open up or even something that you just happen to glance in an article or an email or something that comes along where normally you would say, well, that wouldn't really be my kind of thing, so I'm not going to pay attention to it versus, well, that's something different. And even though it makes me a little uncomfortable to think about doing it, I'm going to check that okay. out. Okay. That, that's going to be very important. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Fred? Yeah. Um, very interesting. The two that have popped up for me, I've done a card from each deck again, and I, the the sense that I'm getting is that for the rest of these, for the rest of the callers, I'm going to be doing it this way. Um, I'm drawn to start with the Ascended Master who came up, which is Isis, and her message is balance career and home life. And the little nudge, little hint that I'm getting here is that there is either there are some there is there might be some sort of a tendency for you to maybe do things all or nothing um mm-hmm. like really diving yourself into something full throttle and that's mm-hmm. just kind of what that's what like has the that's what has the mainstay of your focus for a little while until something distracts you elsewhere mm-hmm. and um which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but in terms of, you know, having someone come into your life, having a relationship come into your life, if you tend to be the type of person who does focus very much on one thing, um, mm-hmm. just the impression that I'm getting is that it's either going to be either a challenge for you to notice that person <laughs> or that person to get your attention. Um, and, the, and then the other thing that's come up with from the other deck is actually the throat chakra card. And these cards actually don't come up all that often for me. So when they do come up, they fascinate me. And one of the things that it's, that's one of the ways in which you balance the throat chakra, because the throat chakra is our center of communication, how we express ourselves. And um, as a way of balancing and stimulating that chakra, um, it's good to, you know, hum or to chant or to sing um, or just, you know, do anything that involves vocal production. So my, mm-hmm. my curiosity point for you would be, are you into the arts at all whatsoever? Are you a singer? Do you consider yourself a, a, a performer, like a, going to a poetry reading or a book club where you read passages out loud to each other or joining a choir or just something along those lines? You know, well, yeah, I'm in sales, so I do talk a lot. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. Um, so it's just... The, the, the one thing I would say there, though, is that's that's what you do for work. But what he was asking was about creative expression in your life. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, the, the examples don't. he gave were, were choir or poetry or readings or something like that, um, which is a which is a very different thing. So, right, are you yeah. involved in anything like that? No, I'm not. All right. So then, so the secondary question would be: Does anything like that appeal to you as a way of? putting yourself out there 
echoing what Heisey said in a way that you wouldn't necessarily be just challenging yourself to do something differently as a way mm-hmm. of just infusing yourself into an environment, meeting people you wouldn't necessarily otherwise meet. Correct. I got that. Mm-hmm. And that, that would tell me that the power of your voice is going to be what attracts somebody to you. So them yeah. hearing you speaking or singing in some way is going to be something that catches their ear and intrigues them and makes them want to find out more about who that person is behind the voice. Okay. So you might think about things that either you've considered doing but have never done or maybe just have never thought about doing, but now you start to actively look for opportunities where you get to use your voice in some way. Like he was saying, whether it's you know singing in a choir or uh-huh. going to uh-huh. some sort of readings, but it could even be doing things like acting or improv. You know, there's something, I don't know if they have it where you are, but here, I, I know they have things like it where you are. I just don't know what it's called. Here it's called comedy uh-huh. sports with a Z. And it's actually uh-huh. a comedy improv thing where you go and they teach you improv and that kind of thing, and then you put on performances. But it's that kind of thing that's probably going to be very key for you because you're using your voice in a way that maybe you aren't used to, but it's that uh-huh. sound of your voice that's going to become the thing that draws people to you and opens up relationship possibilities because someone is intrigued by what they're hearing. Oh, nice. Something that just flashed in front of me and I got this little nudge about is, you know, realizing I don't know you, but by the same token, um, visualizing you being the type of person who would just get up in front of a microphone and just talk completely I don't want to say unemotionally, but just in a very direct and dry tone, Mm -hmm. but making people crack up laughing while you're doing it. (laughs) Well, that's that's a possibility. I'll look into that. I I don't know how much you need. Do you consider yourself a storyteller? Mm. Not really, no. Because the thing that came to me when he was talking was something like, um, if you ever listen to podcasts, check out a podcast called The Moth, M-O-T-H. Absolutely, yes. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> and and whether whether it actually is that, because they do those moth events all over the country, or just looking for something like that, which it literally is a storytelling night where people get up and there's a theme for the night and then people tell stories from their life or something they've written, you know, whether it's true or not, it doesn't matter. Um, uh-huh. But people get up and tell stories, and it's usually just 10 or 15 minutes. But you uh-huh. tell a story, and it sometimes, you know, it's a story that brings a tear to your eye. Sometimes it's a story you're laughing at every other thing that the person is saying through the story because of what's happening. But it uh-huh. seems like those kind of things are very key to what's going to get you into contact with, people that are going to become relationship possibilities for you. And I would especially um, emphasize doing that between now and your birthday. Okay. I'll look it up on the the computer. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, because just listening to it, even if it's not a moth event, um, just listening to it gives you a, a sense of hearing what it's like to tell a story and that kind of thing, and then that will hopefully get your wheels spinning of how you can start to formulate stories from your own life, from your own experiences that you could get up and tell in some way or use as fodder, or even if it was an improv thing, you'd still be able to draw on that in some way. Okay. But I just think voice is going to be key to relationship for you. Okay. All right. 
that's great. I will definitely right. look it up uh, once. Uh, yeah, I'll look it up. Thank you so much. Excellent. That's You're perfect. more than welcome. Thanks for calling in today, and have a very, very oh. nice new year. Oh, thank you. You too. All thank right. you. Bye-bye. Bye. So, from there, we're going to go to area code 954. Are you there, caller from area code 954? Yes, I am. Thank you for taking my call. And You're um, welcome. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Pam. I'm calling from Florida. From Florida. Well, welcome. So what is it that you'd like for us to look at for you today? Uh, well, um, I have put my home on the market since October because it's been too much of a financial burden. Um, but I haven't had much success yet uh, on um, uh, the showings. And also, I'm, I'm really kind of in the dark about where I'm going to be living when I leave here. <clears throat> so um, I, I've been pretty positive, but uh, this last week, I guess you said the energy was kind of low. And it's been hitting me. I've been physically and emotionally exhausted and um, hit with a lot of bills, you know, wondering when are things going to get getting better. So I wonder what you pick up on that. So I think we'll we'll split that up between us. I'm going to just look in, at the situation regarding um, selling your house, and then I'm going to let Fred look at where you may be moving to or what to be considering for where to live um, okay. after your house is sold. All right? Yes. Okay. Uh, and what's the day and month of your birth? 12-8. All right. So you just kicked into a new year on the 8th for you. Uh, and that would be, so 12-8. Well, here's the nice thing. So you've entered into an 8-year, numerologically. 8 is a number of uh, rebalancing, uh, getting back in the groove, um, recalibrating. So it seems as if things may be starting to adjust or will start to come back into balance a bit in this year for you. Um, you A seven-year, you know, seven prior to that, things are happening very quickly and sometimes we feel like we can't even keep up with things or things suddenly change very quickly and we don't quite know what to do with it because we, are, we have to get our bearings. Eight is when we start to get our bearings. Um, eight is also a number of starting to see tangible results of something. So this is when we start to see results from things we've been doing, working towards, setting in motion. Um, so this is a year where you're probably more likely to see results from, say, putting your house on the market than prior to your birthday. So I think that's a very nice and hopeful thing to be seeing, that on your birthday that actually shifted. So even though it's been a couple of months and you felt like things hadn't really been moving forward, this is really the year when you'll start to see that. And the nice thing is with an eight-year, you'll probably see um, you know, a selling your house for a comfortable amount, let us say. Sure. It may not be for like $300,000 over asking price, but yeah. it may be, you know, getting what I was asking for and not having to really negotiate to get that or something like that. So there's That's a sense that it, for, yeah. it, well, yeah. well, an eight year, because think of the eight, which is that infinity symbol. It's a sense that things kind of flow much more easily and smoothly towards results. 
Um, so I would anticipate that this is more likely a year where you're able to say, like I just said, get what you're asking for without having to go through a huge negotiation process. Um, Wait, are you putting a time frame on it? Well, so I pulled cards, and what I did is just pulled a card for each month for the first six months of the year to, uh -huh. to look and see what month or months may be very key. Um, and there's a couple of things here that I would say. So January is very interesting because it indicates Ten of Swords reversed says January seems to be a month where the, the, um, the stress, the worry, the things that have been really weighing upon us start to dissipate and go away. So you're well, probably yeah. going to find that you have less to worry about or you feel less stressed in January. Well, that may be because uh -huh. you feel like progress is being made or things are moving forward. But literally, Ten of Swords is like Ten of Swords all coming down. And the traditional images were laying there with Ten Swords in our back. Right. Um, you know, the, the deck that I have here, it's like somebody's sitting there and there's Ten Swords coming down on them. But the reversal is those swords starting to fall away. So the things that have been poking at us, the stresses, the negativities, the difficulties, start to lessen, start to loosen up, start to lighten, start to evaporate. So January, you're probably going to feel more hopeful, and you're going to feel less worried and stressed. And then February kicks in with the Queen of Discs or the Queen of Pentacles. So that would show me that February is probably a very likely time for you to be selling your house. Um, and Queen of Pentacles is sitting in the middle of a garden where she has everything that she needs and she is very content and happy because all of her needs are met. So February seems to be a very important month, probably when you would end up selling your house as well as, again, being able to sell it for a price you're very comfortable with that then gives you the comfort and the resources you need to make the next step in a way that is totally right for you rather uh -huh. than having to compromise a lot in order to make that kind of a move or a change. Wow. Um, and, well, Ten of Wands comes up for March, but that can sometimes just mean that we're burning the candle at both ends, which means there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a lot of energy okay, stimulated. I in there. Move. If I have to move, that would be... <laughs> well, well, right, because there's like the packing up and all of the finishing up of processes uh -huh. and all of that, so March tends to be very active. Um, and, and then the nice thing is, I'm just going to skip because uh, for time purposes, uh, May and June come out with both, uh, May is the Empress and June is the um, Emperor. And so the fact that both of those come up for May and June show us that by May and June, you're settling into a new place. You're feeling much more secure. You feel like you're on solid ground. You have solid footing um, that you have a foundation under you that is strong and is going to support who you are and what you need. Um, so I would anticipate that you'll probably get the offer uh, and or sell the house in February. Wow. March will probably be extremely busy and active with getting all of that finalized as well as all of the packing and the moving and all of that. And then by May is May is probably when you'll find the place where you're going to move to. June, you'll feel as if you're finally settled in and comfortable there. Wow, great. That's great. And you said the other gentleman is going to focus on where I'm going? Uh, yes. 
So I just wanted to look at the time frame and, and what was happening around the sale of the house. So Fred is now Great. going to take Fred's now going to take a look at for that especially that for me that May June time frame where it is you need to start looking or considering in terms of where making a move will be taking you. Wonderful. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's great. And my cards are actually picking up right from where High C left off, and from the Psychic Tarot Oracle, um, I'm seeing. Um, first of all, these cards caught me off guard a little bit when I first pulled them because I thought, well, these aren't very definitive. But I'm actually realizing that there's actually a lot of wisdom and guidance in these. Um, this first card is eight from the emotional deck, which is emotional withdrawal. And at first I'm thinking, why would you need to worry about emotional withdrawal? But then it suddenly dawns on me and I'm getting these impressions of the place where you currently are. The -hmm. situation that you're currently in, it's just, it's a situation that you seem to be ready to get yourself away from. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. You are, you are are done with this. (laughs) Uh, Ah, too much aggravation. you you know you need you need some you need some clo- you need some closure with this or it's just a matter of you're just done with this stage of your life and you are ready to move on to the next chapter what is the next thing going to bring you the card from the other deck the ascended masters is the power of joy and it comes from Maitreya who's sort of a uh, it's sort of a Buddhist influence there mm-hmm. and so my question for you and I'm also noticing with um, with the eight August is popping at me, oh. being the eighth being the eighth month of the year, which is kind of tagging into what Hyacinth is talking about with you know being around your birthday, being in the you know, being in that early portion of summer. By the end of summer, you know where is it that you where is it that you are going to have decided that you're going to that you're going to land? And my suggestion with this would be that you really tap into where are you ready to go? Where have you always wanted to go? Where do you feel like you need to go? Where do you feel like you need to be right now? Mm-hmm. What, is, what, what is the next place that you want to see yourself going? And really hone into not just what your brain is telling me or you know, your brain is telling you or what your emotions are telling you, but tap into your soul. What is, if you ask the question, where is the next place I need to go? Where should I be going from here? Really listen to what that tells you. And even if the first answer that speaks to you completely catches you off guard and you think, how on earth can I possibly do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I had a couple places in mind, but they don't take pets. And I, I had focused really strong on, no, that's where I want to be, that's where I'm going. And I keep saying, but how likely are they to change the rules, you know, and this and that. But right. I've, I've got a couple places, like, really strong in my mind where I like, the atmosphere, and I, you know, wanted to go, but I won't. I won't take that uh, over my animals. The animals are number one, and that will determine first off sure. where Absolutely. my soul. Lies. Yeah, that's my soul. That's my family. You know. Of course, absolutely. I, I I've had two, I've had two cats for what nine I years. I've had them since I've, I've you know I've had them since they were kittens, and I don't go anywhere where I can't take them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got a 17-year-old indoor and a two-year-old outdoor, and a few more would go with me if I was able to take them from the area. But <laughs> at least, at least two plus, maybe, or at least two. There you go. And um, and that's 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 a given. So yeah. I'm not going to make. I would definitely up. recommend follow yeah. your, follow your joy, 
recon- you know, definitely do a bit of reconciliation with of I'm done with this. I'm ready to be I'm ready to pull myself back from this and detach and this is now my past with where you currently are and you know, channel your joy. Where is it? Where is it that you want to go? Where is that, you know, and even ponder, even allow your allow yourself to be open to the influence of not just where do you want to go, but where is the universe telling you, giving you signals and signs? Where do you need to go? Where are you needed next? Where 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 does your life need to take you? And see. I'm really struggling with that. Yeah, I'm really struggling with that. I miss my family out of state, but not enough to go to a super cold climate. So that. <laughs> I live in California. I understand that sentiment completely. Um, <laughs> and, and I did. I live in the Midwest. I guess. Yeah. I pulled a couple of cards, one from the I Ching and one from the Tarot, just to get a sense. Uh-huh. The one thing I'm going to tell you that came up is it seems as if perhaps looking or moving in the direction of west um, as mm-hmm. well as being near water. Is, oh, water uh, is too. I'm on water now, and I well, then, in the water. Yeah, so this I is encouraging it. you to continue to be by water, um, but it may be someplace that is slightly west of where you are. And whether that oh. means literally west or has the name west in it, uh, oh. you know, like if somebody lived in Palm Beach and they moved to West Palm Beach or something like oh. that, but pay attention to places that um, may be west of you and or have the word west in them. Um, and whether that's the name of the city, whether that's the name of the street, you know, like if it was on West Palm Drive or something like that, that seems to be something that may also be a part a of. Street, what, maybe a something West Street or something, but um, yeah, right. West to here usually isn't a good area, but I have to keep an open mind, and if anything pops up, I'll um, listen to that. Okay. Most sure. of our places... And- most of the places where there's water are east near the beach. <laughs> so that's For what I'm... it's worth. Yeah. Sorry to, sorry to cut you off. I just want to jump in here real quick. For what it's worth, on this emotional withdrawal card, it is an image of a person sitting on a beach in lotus style with their legs, with their hands in prayer position, and the, the tide is coming right up to them. So oh. there's even being by water emphasized in this card. Oh, yeah. And that's just like here, I mean, in Santa Cruz, which is right by the ocean, the main road that people live on, one of the main roads, is called West Cliff Drive. So it can oh. be something like that, where it's right along the water, but the name of the road has the word West in it, or the name of the housing development has the word West in it, or something like that. So I just wanted to put that out there as something to look uh, uh, look for, right. to pay attention to as a small detail. All right. I will keep that in mind as well. Great. All right. But it will be a, it will be a better place than, I mean, it will be more easily to manage financially than where I'm at. That's the main thing. Yes, because for me, the Queen of Cups is what came up. So that's a card where you're you're sitting comfortably and you're at peace and contentment. Things are flowing smoothly and you're not feeling that stress, that urgency um, that you may be experiencing right now. So yes, that is a very encouraging card in that regard. Thank you very much. I needed some inspiration to end this year. Well, and and pay attention to February because I think that's probably when you're likely to get the offer and sell your house. A little Valentine's gift, huh? That's right. Absolutely. For yourself. 
That would be that would be wonderful. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, I thank you so much, both of you, and I wish you the very best for the new year. And um, look forward to hearing your show next month or sooner if you come up with another show. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. All right. Well, our pleasure and happy new year to you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Good night now. All right. So moving right along, we're going to. Now I think this is either a caller from Skype or from a um, unlisted number. Are you there, caller? Hi. Yeah, my name is Brandy. Thanks for taking my call. And where are you calling from? I am calling from Texas. From Texas. All right. And what is it that you'd like for us to look at for you today? Yeah, things were have been pretty stagnant, and I was curious if you could see anything coming up in the career area or whatever you see coming my way. And what's the day and month of your birth? Um, 127. So that means that you're in the midst of finishing up your year and you'll start a new year both numerologically and card-wise on January 27th. And I'm just going to look and see what you're going to be going into. So... So you're going into a seven-year, if you were listening in the early part of the show, we had somebody else who was going into a seven-year plus. 2014 is also numerologically a seven-year. So that means that the energies of the year can be amplified for you. Um, It does tend to be very much a goal, ambition, career-oriented kind of year. So I would anticipate that in the year coming, meaning after your birthday, Um, you're going to find that there is a lot of movement and a lot of energy available for you to access and utilize in either pushing or moving your career forward where you are or making some sort of a move or change towards something else that will get you moving down your career path rather than sitting sitting at the rest stop (laughs) of your career path and feeling (laughs) like you're not going anywhere. Um, Opportunities. Yeah. So that may be how you're feeling right now. But after your birthday, that's when things kick into high gear. So you want to start thinking about where you want to go, what kind of things you'd like to be doing, where you need to be looking for those kind of opportunities, because after your birthday, those will become more readily available to you, and that's when you really want to put 150% of energy into pursuing them. Um, You may also find that opportunities will come and go very quickly, so that's why you want to start thinking now about those so that when they do come up, you are able to grab them and run with them without hesitation and without looking back rather than letting them pass you by because you're spending too much time pondering whether you think it's the right thing to do or not. Um, You're going to want to trust your gut, um, be a bit spontaneous, um, be very quick and kind of grabbing and running with rather than spending a lot of time spinning your wheels determining whether this is the right direction to go. Because It may be the direction you need to go for the moment to get you to the turn in the road that will take you in the next direction. And that's more important than just getting on the right direction from the very beginning. Um, Because sometimes what we experience or learn or people or things that we come across in that brief portion of the road before the turn is extremely important or will serve us in some way further down the road. And we may not have known that or we may miss out on that if we try to skip that in order to just be on the most direct path. Um, So I would anticipate that this is likely going to be a very um, good year and key year for you. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this can be a year um, that you'll be going into um, that 
may involve travel of some sort. So it is a good year for doing some major travel, but it also may mean that part of what will be involved in your career movement in terms of getting it moving forward will be something where you either have to travel to it, meaning you may have to make a move to go to where the opportunity is, or it may be something that involves travel where you move into a position where you're either on the go all of the time or it has you traveling to some place multiple times a year or something like that. So I would also pay attention to opportunities and things that come up that may involve that kind of aspect because those are probably very important for you to um, take advantage of or to really look into at this particular moment. Um, a lot of times the seven year, which corresponds to the chariot card for me, tends to kind of be like the layover year. If you think of like if you're in California and you're flying to New York and you have a layover in Chicago, well, either I say, yes, I'm fine having a layover in Chicago because that means I get to New York. Otherwise, I don't get to New York because I keep waiting for the direct flight that's never there. So pay attention because things in this coming year may not be necessarily permanent or long-term, but they're extremely important for getting things moving and for moving you from where you are to the next point in order to continue getting to the ultimate destination. Um, so you want to be willing to go with that, even if it's, it'd be like somebody saying, okay, I'm going to take a, uh, a nine-month contract job because that gets me out of where I'm at and gives me something for the next nine months, and then I continue looking for something after that, rather than saying no to a contract job because the only thing I'm willing to accept is a full-time position. And right. the stimulating the movement, stimulating the energy is going to be extremely important. So taking some of that, that layover opportunity will be extremely key for getting you moving down and towards where you need to be going. Yeah, that makes sense. Fred, what's coming up for you? Uh, Fred is on holiday. Um, two cards. <laughs> I decided to unmute and the phone was put down. Um, as I was listening and also reflecting and looking into the cards that I drew, uh, two very interesting and appropriate cards from my perspective have popped up. From the Ascended Masters deck, Paul the Venetian is sending the message of artistic expression. So this could be a direction that you may find yourself going. And artistic expression can be you know, that can be anything from singing, playing an instrument, um, picking up a you know picking up a craft hobby, or just you know bettering yourself in, in, in an existing hobby that you already have. Just any any way that anything that you do or can do that allows you to express your soul, your innermost being. How do you manifest yourself out into the world? How are you just artistically? expressing yourself you know is there any is there anything that you do that allows yourself to be creatively expressive and the other card that popped up for me here is 12 from the major arcana which in this deck is sacrifice but it corresponds to the hanged man of the major arcana in this row and i mean what better card to pop up whenever you're figuring out your next step as than to you know draw the card that is going to ask you to look at the world and things around you in a very different perspective. You're turning yourself upside down. You are looking at things completely differently now. So, you know, how is it, what is it that you can channel and tap into yourself 
to do very differently. You know, I mean, you know, I've always done X and Y and Z this way, but, you know, I'd kind of like to try it this way now, or I'd like to try something that way now. Um, but the, the impression that I get from this, especially with the artistic expression part coming up, is that even if you don't necessarily consider yourself an overly creative person right now, um, something is going to emerge for you that just catches your eye. And you say, I can really get into that. And I don't, I don't know if this right. has any resonance for you or not at the moment. Yeah, but I just, this... Go ahead. Oh, yeah, it does. It makes sense. Okay, great, great, good. Um, the number 12 keeps speaking to me. I mean, aside from it being the, you know, the 12 card of the major arcana, but just something involving, something involving December. So, like, something a year from now, potentially, is going to, will be the, the place and the time where things just either really fuse for you and come together after you know, using this next year as a transition time to just sort of you know put put those oars out in the water and just sort of pedal around a little bit and see what's going on, like a year from now, next December. Yeah, that's the thing be... is I feel like I've been in tra- I feel like I've been in transition for like years now. Sometimes it's a process. <laughs> I, yeah. I can I can I can certainly identify with that statement because I've been you know I've. In my in my own practice, I'm constantly looking at ways to grow and evolve and change with things. And there are a couple elements of my practice where it's like, what am I going to do with this? And it's been floating around in my head for a good two, three years now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, sometimes that process does take time. And it just it needs to simmer. And at the right moment, that simmer will come up to a boil and manifestation occurs when it's ready. Interesting. And that's the one thing I have. That's the one thing I remind a lot of my clients about is that you know sometimes, sometimes change isn't as instant or as quick as we would like it to be. Change happens. Change happens on changes time sometimes. But oh, I yeah. would antici- But I would anticipate that this year is when things are starting to come to a boil. Oh, absolutely. Um, because of the seven, the cherry ear, et cetera. So this seems to be the the year you've been ramping up towards. So when you say you've been going through this process and moving towards this process over the past few years, this is kind of the year you've been moving towards, and this is when it all starts to come to a boil and things start to shift and things start to move forward. But a lot of it is as a result of your own, either your own initiative and or your willingness to simply grab and run with opportunities that come along rather than overthinking them. Right. But well, this, good, this that, is... That sounds good. Yeah, so this seems to be a very key year um, for that starting to really kick into high gear and to be happening. Uh, you just have to be willing to run with it and to go to where it is, which may mean moving towards it, traveling there, or being willing to be on the go, kind of like that layover idea, rather than being so focused on just finding the next long-term permanent thing. Oh, yeah, I would be willing to move or whatever I needed to do. I just haven't had any really any opportunities open up at all. Well, they're, they're getting ready to. Yeah. 
So, so, but that just means be prepared because they're going to start popping up and they're going to be there quickly and they're going to want you to take action quickly. So just be prepared because they're getting ready to start popping up as you move into your next year after your birthday. Awesome. I'm excited about that. All right. My, looking at the cards that came up for me, I think probably the key time for you is going to be summer. So pay attention to either opportunities that come up during the summer and or things that come up prior to that that are specifically geared towards summer, like saying, well, we'll need you to start in the summer. We'll need you to make a move in the summer or we'll need you to be traveling every other week during the summer, starting in the summer or something like that. Um, but summer seems to be a very key time for when you're able to successfully move forward and get things on the uh, on the march for where you feel like they've been stagnant. Um, so I think by summer, you're really going to feel as if, whoa, things are really going from zero to 150 overnight. Yay, I'm ready. All right, excellent. Well, thank <laughs> you for calling in. Thank you both so much. Y'all have a good day. You too. You too, thank you. Enjoy. Uh-huh. Bye. All right, so let's see. From there, we shall go to area code 570. Are you there, area code 570? Yes, I am. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is uh, Terry. I'm calling from Pennsylvania, and my birth date is 1120. All right. And what is it that you would like for us to look at for you today? Well, after listening to a lot of the people, I guess it's the same thing coming to the year end. uh, I've been in a relationship with this man for over two years who are planning about moving forward together, but it's slowing. Same thing, house for sale, not moving. So I just want to see the direction that I am going in. Is it the right direction? All right. Well, based on your birth date, you're in a 10-year. 10 is a number of change and transition. And this is when we get to see new opportunities, new directions opening up, as well as it's time to start taking new steps to step through the portal of the zero that takes us into a new phase or a new level or a new direction of something. Um, And it corresponds to the wheel card, which is a card of change. So this is a really good year for both seeing things starting to change in a major way as well as setting major changes in motion. This is a much better year for you to be setting in motion, making something like a move happen, um, selling something, uh, making a job change, etc. So this is much more a year conducive to some of the things you've been trying or wanting and beginning to see them happen. It's also a year that corresponds to Jupiter, so there's a strong sense of luck and expansion that's involved. Um, plus, it's a good year to take some risks or to take a gamble on something because sometimes the wheel card is called Wheel of Fortune. So mm-hmm. there's that sense of like placing the bet because your number is likely to come up on the wheel. So be willing to perhaps do something that might feel a little bit more risky this year in order to get things moving or to set something in motion around some of those big changes you've been wanting to make happen. Um, okay. uh, it, it also can be a card of, of fate, which just means things outside of our control. So there may also be things that happen that you don't have any control over that facilitate or set change in motion. But again, you want to pay attention to when those things happen and take advantage of them 
run with the change rather than trying to slow the change down. Like, well, I really want this, but, you know, I'm not quite ready for it, so maybe we can see if we can put this off for three months. That's going to keep the wheel from spinning, and then that means that that auspicious time period or that moment of luck may be less or may have moved on. Um, so you really want to be willing to grab change and run with it even when opportunities come up that you didn't necessarily set in motion that might seem not quite the right time for what you were wanting, but really is the universe saying, it is the right time, let's do this now. Oh, okay. So that and and it'll pay off in a good way because there's that sense of luck and expansion. So you also want to think about any changes you're making are about growth, about moving outward, about expanding beyond the limitations, the structures, the boundaries that you have often operated within or set for yourself. Um, so also think about that in terms of what kind of changes you're looking to make, as well as how you're going about making those changes. Don't try to do them just within the framework or the structure that you've always operated within. Be willing to push the boundaries out, to go outside of the envelope, because that's how you'll start to see change really come about. Okay. I know what you're saying. Yeah, because I've been in this house for 35 years, and it's time. Yes. And don't just look for a house that's similar to the one you're in to move to in order to make a change. Think about how you can expand those boundaries or go outside of what you've been used to. And whether that means being someplace that has more land to take care of or going and moving to someplace that is outside of where you had previously thought about living or thought that you would find yourself living, like with one of our previous callers. Well, I've never considered living someplace where it gets cold, but maybe now is the time to be willing to... Well, that's that's true what you're saying because he lives uh, in the mountains and I keep thinking that I don't want to go there, but (laughs) maybe I will be. (laughs) Well, the wheel card and and being in this year says that when you're willing to um, loosen those boundaries and structures and rigidity around how you think and change your perspective or attitude about it, you'll suddenly start to see things changing and happening much more easily and quickly. So if you can work on letting go of the attitude or perspective of, I don't want to live there, well, that's creating an energetic block to change being able to happen. But if you suddenly say, I'm open to the possibility of experiencing what that's like, maybe it won't be long term because maybe you'll do that, you'll live there a few years, and then you'll end up moving someplace else. But it's because you were able to get change happening and set in motion. So just be willing to let go. I agree there because I had just thought about that today. If I don't start changing, I'm going to be here and he's going to be there, and I do want to be with him. So I'm going to have to start uh, changing my thoughts. Right. And and I think when you start to let go of some of that fixed thinking that you had and change that thinking or that attitude, you'll suddenly see things open up or things starting to really – it gets the ball rolling is what we often say Uh with the wheel cart. Um, So you'll see things start to really begin to shift and move once you do that. That's great. Thank you. I will start meditating on that tonight. And I would – based on the cards that came up here, I would focus on um, making that kind of a change or move around the beginning of springtime. Mm-hmm. Um, that that would be a very good time. And I think that that's also coming up because it says it allows you to move to the mountains when the weather is starting to get warmer and you get a long period of time with nicer weather before having to then be in the cold again. So you'll have adjusted to being in that environment and location before the next winter comes. 
Oh, so great. <laughs> springtime seems to be a very key time to be focusing on or make some of these changes, whether it's this move as well as other changes because you're actually asking kind of broadly um, for us yeah. to look at. But springtime seems to be a very key time for um, setting in motion or seeing these changes come about. Well, once I move and, you know, sell the house job-wise and everything else will fall all in because I have my own business and it will just be where I'm going to be, you know, work out of. So right. once that's well, the main thing is the move. Well, Ace, Ace of Cups is coming up here, which can be a card about love and relationship, but it can also be starting a new phase of love and relationship. Um, and so, uh, but that, if we think about selling your house, this would also tell me that you'll probably find that opportunity is around the beginning of spring, which usually is considered March because people go with spring equinox for that. Um, so I would anticipate that you'll probably see movement around selling the house and being able to then make the move around March, April. Um, and so that seems to be when things start to really shift and begin to happen for you. Oh, great. Great. That's so, not that far off. <laughs> that is true. Time what, it, what, what are you seeing, Fred? Well, the two cards that came up for me, uh, one from the Ascended Masters deck and then the other from the Sector Oracle deck, from the Ascended Masters, uh, Ganesh came up, and it's just Ganesh's card is simply yes. Pay attention to the signals that you feel like you're getting, the nudges that you feel like you're getting, the the insights, what you're observing around you, just everything that you're taking in, and everything that just the signals that you seem to be getting are a yes, pay attention to this, yes, take action on these things. Now, temper that with uh, the seven from the spiritual deck, which is actually deception and envy. And this card is very much about make sure that you simply, you know, regardless of the situation, it is you know whether it be a relationship, a move, a business decision, whatever the case may be, the the main the main crux behind this card is make sure you have all your ducks in a row, make sure you know the details, make sure that you really know what it is in the situation, the details that you're getting yourself into, you know, make sure you just have everything up front on the table. And, you know, don't be afraid to look into the little nooks and crannies just to make sure, you know, the proverbial nooks and crannies just to make sure that, you know, you really do have all the information that you need, that you need to have and that you want to have to make the most informed decision for yourself and what is going to make you happy and what's going to bring you satisfaction in the decisions that you need to make and that you're wanting to make. And you know, in relation to all this, um, okay. as far as envy, you know, as far as the as far as the envy element is concerned, um, the impression that I get from that is that you know there might be some backlash or some flack based on decisions that you make, and it's simply people that are seeing you, you know, that are seeing you make a move and do something that you're wanting to do, and they just don't necessarily get it, and in some ways, it's like you know, wow! I wish I could just get up and go and do something, get up and go and doing something like that. And you know, there's, there will, you know, anytime someone sees somebody doing something that makes them truly happy, there, you know, there's always there's always the risk of receiving criticism. For oh, I'm getting, follow, I'm, I'm getting that, I'm getting that now already. Yep, I'm yeah, already so, you know, that. just for following the beat of your own drum. You know, if it if it's truly something where 
you are feeling this resounding, yes, I need to do this, yes, I should go and do this, this is what I'm feeling led to do, then, you know, then even if, even if you're getting heat from multiple directions about, you know, just explain, this is what I feel like you need to do right now. And, you know, sometimes decisions are good decisions in the long run, and then other times we just, you know, we come to find out, okay, that wasn't long-term, that wasn't necessarily the wisest thing I could have done, but it was the best decision I could make at the time. And I've learned from it, and it's the best thing that I could do, and now I'm in this place, and I can choose to do X and Y and Z from here. And, you know, and, and carry on with things. That's what I'm getting already. Why do you want to move to the mountains? Are you nuts? And that's that. I'm listening to it all the time, so I'm trying to stay away from those people. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the cards that, that came up. That kind of static is important. It happens. <laughs> but, but the cards that came up for me with the Ace of Cups plus the Queen of Cups was also here for the short term. Both of those are saying that right now it's time to listen to your own intuition and to follow your own heart. Do what it is that makes you happy and stop worrying about what would make other people happy so that you are doing what is right for you and knowing that ultimately you need to do what is best to make you happy and is in your best interest rather than what all of the naysayers may be saying because that's really their projection about what they think would make them happy rather than focusing on what you truly want or need and would make you happy. So. Trust yourself and listen to that, which it sounds like you're doing. You just want to not let doubt creep in because of what other people are saying. Right, right. And I would also say with Ganesha coming up, Ganesha is actually the god that removes obstacles and barriers that are in our way so that it clears the path for us to be able to move forward freely and completely. So Ganesha coming up seems to indicate that he's stepping in to start removing the blocks and barriers to that wheel being able to spin that you've entered into for this year. And that's why, again, I would think that you'll probably by spring especially be seeing things starting to move forward and to happen that allow these changes to take place um, because he's in the process of starting to remove the barriers and blocks that have been getting in the way and preventing you from being able to move forward down the direction that you want to go. Oh, great. Thank you for, you know, giving me, I needed to hear that because I have a lot of doubts and sometimes I just want to step back and say the heck with it all, you know, I'll just stay here and whatever. And you gave me confidence now to go on and do what I really feel in my heart. Excellent. That's the important thing right now. Your heart is, is leading you in the right direction. So listen to it, trust it, and don't let other people or other things cause you to deviate from it. All right. I went on your Facebook, I went on your, uh, Facebook page, too. I'm going to follow you. I'd like to have Excellent. a private reading someday with you. Thank you very Excellent. much, and I, I will get back in touch with you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. So I think we'll take a quick break. And um, you're listening to Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. This is our monthly call-in show. This is a special fifth Sunday call-in show. Normally it's every fourth Sunday. Uh, my name is Hi C. I'm host of Revolution and the Amethyst Oracle. And I'm also being joined today by a special guest reader, Intuitive Life Coach Fred Isom, who you can find on Facebook at The Inner Voice. So we'll be coming back just after this break. And when we do... We'll be going to someone in area code 858. So if you're calling from 858, be ready, because when we come back, we're going to come to you first.
A personal tarot reading can offer you insight, information, enlightenment, and empowerment along your life's path. Hi C is a professional tarot conversationalist and ritualist with over 10 years' experience. He's available for readings in a variety of formats, including parties and events. To schedule your personal tarot reading, contact Hi C at tarotbyhic.net or email him at hic at fireflywillows.com. And we're back, and you're listening to Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. 
this is our live call-in show that we do every month. This is a special Fifth Sunday edition, but normally it's every fourth Sunday. My name is Hi C, and I'm host of Revolution as well as the Amos Historical, both here under Firefly Willows L-I-V-E on Blog Talk. And I am joined by my uh, guest special reader this week, uh, intuitive life coach Fred Isom. And you can find him on Facebook at The Inner Voice. So we're going to go ahead to our next caller. And our next caller is calling from area code... Hello. Hello, gentlemen. Happy New Year to you. How are you? Good. What's your name well, and where are you, are you calling from? My, I'm calling from California. All right. And what's your name? Roxana. Roxana, welcome to the show. What is it that you'd like Thanks. for us to look at for you today? Well, the relationship between me and the gentleman that I'm interested, he's not around me at this time. We had a relationship a few months ago, and then things happened between us. Do you, what do you see? Do you see that we will be back as a couple next year, or he will drift away? And what's the day and month of your birth? May 31st. Um, May 31st, uh, so that means that you are in... Gemini. Yes, 36 mm. and 13 is 49, <laughs> 6 and 9 is 15. So you're in a 15 year. Um, 15? Well, numerologic, oh. Numerologically, you're in a 6 year. Um, 6 uh -huh. means, sometimes 6 means that we need to make some important choices. Uh, it may mean that we need to choose differently than how we've chosen before. Um, it can also mean that we may need a fresh, it's kind of like needing a, a breath of fresh air in our life. So this may not be the best year or the best time to be choosing to revisit or go back into something from the past or that is old versus needing to open up space for a fresh wind to blow through. We need to perhaps uh -huh. open up space for new relationship possibilities to come in rather than for the same ones um, to keep repeating over and over again. And yes, uh -huh. <laughs> um, yes, I'm sorry, yeah. No, that's quite all right. Uh, and then, you know, 15 for looking at what card that the year is characterized by for you, 15 is the devil card. And the devil mm -hmm. card is a card of temptation, but also can tend to be getting stuck or trapped in something that isn't necessarily right or healthy for us. It's kind of like an addiction. So I would be extremely careful and probably not very likely to recommend revisiting or getting back into a relationship um, at this time, especially with that card going on for this year for you, because it's probably more like feeding an addiction or entering into a codependent situation rather than something that would be healthy and help to free and liberate you to experience something greater or move into something better for yourself relationship-wise. So you're saying that this year is not good for me because you're saying it's a devil card? Well, and, uh, I was in, hoping in that things will improve because things were really difficult in 2013, money-wise, job-wise, relationship-wise. Well, so it doesn't so, mean that I'm getting in the same bed pattern so so first of all when i say here it goes from birthday to birthday so this is only looking oh, okay. through your birthday 
um, in oh, 2014. Okay. Not not for the whole okay. year, but this goes through your birthday. Oh, and okay. I was looking at it specifically in relationship to the question you were asking about uh, uh-huh. in, in regard uh, regarding this person um, that you were thinking of getting into a relationship with. And mm-hmm. when we look at that, the devil card is extremely cautionary about mm-hmm. considering getting back involved with that person or that relationship. So I would I would shy away from trying to reignite or, or rekindle that relationship, and I would look more towards that breath of fresh air idea of starting to see how you can open up and allow yourself possibility for other and new relationship experiences rather than going back into that old one. Okay. You seeing anything for this, Fred? Well, the two cards that have come out to me, um, and actually upon, I'd already drawn them and then hearing uh, the reference to all of the challenges in the past year, um, from the Psychic Tarot Oracle deck, um, the five from the physical suit came up, which is financial and material changes. And um, one of the biggest questions that this quest, that this card, whenever this card comes up, the two biggest questions that are posed, and it's, and it's actually a positive thing to look at, to examine is, what did you learn from the situation, and how can you avoid making those mistakes in the future? You mean so that next year will be now. better financial? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't understand. You mean that financial challenges next year will be better financially or even worse? Well, it's not necessarily a matter. It's not necessarily a matter of whether they're going to get better or they're going to be worse. It's just simply a matter of examining, examine what happened, and why mm-hmm. did those things happen, and how can you avoid any of the mistakes that you realized that you made. How can you avoid making those in the future? And the other mm-hmm. card that has come up is actually from Toth, and it is uh, the right card, as in handwriting, as in writing a journal, or just making lists, or you know, however, whatever it is that you do. If I don't know if you are a, I don't know if you are a person that actually enjoys writing things down or not. You know, I don't know if you are a list maker or you enjoy no, writing I'm down No, I'm not writing down. The problem that I had a full-time job in 2011, my hours were reduced in half, and since that, I cannot get back financially. And I tried other jobs and interviews. I, I, didn't, I didn't land a full-time job, so I don't know how I can avoid this problem, but I, I do need a full-time job back. So I'm so I'm going to jump in here. So I'm going to jump in here and tell mm-hmm. you. So astro- astrologically, um, one thing that's mm-hmm. happening in 2014, I would pay attention to Taurus, uh, especially around the end of April, as an extremely mm-hmm. um, key time and important time for being able to change your financial situation as well as perhaps find um, some better job opportunities because there's an eclipse, a solar eclipse that's happening on April 29th in Taurus. And when that happens, there's two of them, actually. There's one then, and there's one in Scorpio in October. Um, But when those are occurring, that means that um, because it's in Taurus, there's an opportunity for how sometimes it's said is there's a healing that can happen or begin to occur around finances and debt. And it's a, a great time for being able to start doing something to clear up 
financial issues, financial debt, um, as well as to be able to look deeper at our budget issues and how we can improve it. So I would encourage you especially to think about um, that end of April time period as extremely important for being able to start or to find new job opportunities that, and, and, or just new things that can help to begin to clear up and change your debt situation. Um, one thing I would say, going back to that devil card, getting back into relationship with that person you were asking about would probably be mm -hmm. far more detrimental to your financial situation and would probably make things worse than it would be to help make it better. So again, I would shy away from considering trying to reestablish that relationship versus focus on the more practical things you need to be dealing with right now and begin to look forward um, to new relationship possibilities rather than focusing on that old one. So you both don't feel that this person will be back into my life next year? Well, even if they are, I would encourage you not to pursue them or to encourage them or to um, fall for what it is that they're trying to offer. That, that's my take on it, Fred. You can say something if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my take on it, I'm actually really not even getting any impressions from that question. The, and it's actually just the way that I coach directly is I'm just, the sense that I am getting is it's very much a time to focus on you and making sure that the things that did go wrong or the things that did at least affect you negatively in the course of the past year examine those things, see what needs to be corrected, and then move forward from it. And now if that, you know, if that person changes their tune and happens to decide they want to come along for the ride and you, like, and you like what you're seeing from that person, then at that point you can make that decision to possibly bring that person back into your life. But if things stay the status quo, it might not be the best move for you. Those are... Those no, I understand. I understand. Yeah, yeah. but... Um so in general, do you feel that even my, maybe financial situation may improve in 2014? Because whatever I tried, believe me, I tried a lot. I went to four mm -hmm. interviews, and I didn't get a full-time job. And I tried everything I could, and uh, it's very frustrating. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. So many people are in that conundrum right because now. Because of the age, you know, they have a certain age. They're hiring mostly young young people. And I went to four interviews there where I was qualified, even more than qualifying for the jobs, and they hired someone who is 29 years old and the other one 30, so something like that. Well, besides the eclipse, um, Jupiter is in Cancer, trining Saturn and Scapcorn, don't worry, uh, Scorpio, don't worry about all that. Um, but that's happening in March, um, and that is also another time when um, optimism opens up, when the future begins to... Uh, seem more possible rather than uncertain and when we have the opportunity to begin um, uh, planting seeds for a more prosperous future. So I think that March and April are extremely key for when you would find some new opportunities to expand your work and your financial situation. Um, mm -hmm. And the, the Saturn part of it, Saturn tends to take its time and says that we develop over time rather than instantaneous. Um, so part of that may be that some of the, the seeds you've already planted will start to come to fruition in that time. So opportunities based on contacts you've already made may start to come about during that time. But also March and April is an extremely good time to be looking at what opportunities are appearing because um, 
pursuing them, interviewing for them, et cetera, will end up paying off for you. Maybe not overnight, but will end up paying off for you um, within this year. So there's, there's a lot mm-hmm. of astrological energies in general that seem to point to the opportunity to be able to um, balance, um, solidify, and bring into greater, uh, well, to bring out of disarray and into more stability our financial situation, which includes our work situation. Financial is kind of a broad term, but it includes like work and all that kind of thing. Um, so, so yes, there seems to be a lot that you will be able to tap into and will be working in your favor in 2014 to be able to start um, stabilizing your financial situation and perhaps improving or expanding it. Um, but because you asked originally about this relationship situation... Yeah, because, be you know, I can tell you, in 2011, I lost the job after many, many years, full-time job, and the relationships, my previous relationships, went kind of, well, I, I, I got divorced in the same year. And after that, after 2011, whatever I tried... I tried to put things back into place where they should be and improve my situation. Nothing worked. Like relationships didn't work, full-time jobs didn't work. I couldn't so, have been more so than I'm two gonna, years. So, I couldn't back, so, get back to normal, to previous, you know, situation, just at right. least to have more so, stability. So the opportunity for that to start to shift is, is coming in this year, in, in the overall energies of the year. But I would also say that we're going through a big period of change and transformation. And therefore, when you said you were trying to put things back in place, that would be like if something, like let's say a shelf fell over and so now we're picking things up and we're trying to put things back where they were. What you need to start doing is thinking differently. Don't put things back where they were. Don't put them back in place, but start finding new places to put them, to rearrange things so that things are different. So instead of putting things back on the shelf the way they were, maybe you take what was on that shelf and you start putting one of those things over in an opposite corner or in a different room so that it suddenly looks different and and opens up space to put something new on that shelf rather than what was there. So there's a need to perhaps look at things in a new way or approach things in a different way rather than just looking at or pursuing the same things to put back in place the way it looked before versus trying to create it in a new way. Um, so yeah, I hope think so, about because also, actually I met new people also this year, a couple of new people, and it didn't work either. So whatever I tried, the job didn't work, the interviews, you know, the full-time job, financial situation, new relationships didn't work, and the old relationships didn't work either. So Whatever I tried well, this year, was really bad year. Well, part of what we've been in is going through kind of a healing and an introspective process to understand why and how we have con- created these conditions for these things to happen over and over again. But now as we move into 2014, the energies are shifting so that we can start focusing on the new, the planting of seeds, and the creating something different. Rather, th- But we have to be willing to let go of the old and stop focusing on the past and to stop... Uh, worrying about or repeating over and over again what has happened to us previously, but to start talking in terms of future and what we're creating and what we want to see rather than what has happened to us. So I would encourage you with December 31st to be the last time that you tell the story to anyone about 
what has happened to you before. Because all that's doing is continuing the past, uh, allowing the past to continue to live. So if you stop telling that story and start writing a new story, then you will start to see things shifting and changing. So make your New Year's resolution as of January 1st to no longer talk about or revisit those situations and issues from the past. We're not denying that they happen, but we no longer need to live in them or feed them energy by continuing to talk about them. Instead, we simply talk in terms of future. What are we creating? What is our vision for the future? What is it that we see happening rather than talking about what has happened? So that's your, that's your challenge starting for New Year's. That's your resolution. So we're giving you your action item. Now you have to go and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Thank you right. so much. I have hopes. Yeah, I hope things. I hope things will get better next well, year. Well, there's a lot of energy supporting. The last two years, this. yeah. So well, that's it, that's it. I, I don't want to Let tell the story now. again, but you know. exactly. You see. <laughs> okay. So you have to catch yourself yeah. <laughs> every time you start to refer to the past and stop, because yeah. that means you because stop. Because it was very rewriting. difficult, you know, to go from uh, stable life and actually marriage and everything. Uh, okay, but, see, but now look what you've done. You've fallen okay. right into starting okay. to tell that story. Again. Okay which means you're going back into the energy of the old. So you have to catch yourself and not allow yourself to continue perpetuating that story because it just keeps you stuck in that old emotion or that old energy. And we need to break that so that the new energy can have the chance to start really kicking into gear. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank thank you so much. I appreciate this and Happy New Year to both of you. You too. Thank you. That's right. Write down that resolution and make it happen. Uh-huh. So, now Fred, I believe that maybe you are going to need to depart from us. Yes, I am, unfortunately. Three o'clock has arrived and I've got a couple of things that I do need to attend to with some situations that have cropped up this afternoon. All right. Well, we still have some callers on the line. We still have another half hour of the show. So, we're going to bid adieu to our dear intuitive life coach, Fred Isom, who you can find on Facebook at The Inner Voice. Uh, I will go ahead and stay here, and we're going to try to do a couple more readings at least because we have another half hour or so. So thank you very much, Fred, for joining us today. My pleasure, and thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure to help those that we were able to help today, and good luck with the rest of the callers. I hope you, and I hope you get some insight that you need. Do you want to let people know, is is Facebook the best way to contact you? Is there any other way for people to contact you if they were interested in finding more about what you have to offer? And Yeah, fa- Facebook is the easiest and the most direct way. I simply like the page, and then, you know, Facebook notifies me whenever someone new has liked the page. And then, you know, I, I do my best to make it a point to contact everyone personally who I see has just liked the page. And so, you know, that way we can we can link there personally very easily. All right. And people can also send a, a message directly to you through the page. So that's the yes, inner voice. You. Yeah. So that's the inner voice on Facebook. And uh, Fred's name is Fred Isom. I S is in Sam. O M is in Mary. So feel free to find and like him on Facebook, and you can contact him that way. So thank you, Fred. And thank you. I enjoy. See. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Talk to you soon. All right. So we're going to go ahead and move to our next caller. And our next caller, 
I believe is calling in from Skype with a screen name of CCC1. Are you there, caller? Hi, can you hear me? I can. Uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Um, my name is Christina and I'm calling from Georgia. Georgia, all right. What is it that you'd like for us to look at for you today? Uh, well, I recently made a, um, a leap of faith and, um, and I made a drastic uh, decision with regards to my career. And I wonder how this decision is going to pan out. And what's the day and month of your birth? 1211. 1211? So yes. December, December 11th? Correct. Okay. So that means... All right. So you're, you're now in an 11 year, numerologically. Um, that... That indicates that it's a really good year, and again, this is from birthday to birthday, uh, but it indicates a really good year for moving things to a new level. So if the um, risk or the change that you made is something that was about moving your career to the next level, um, you know, going deeper into it, trusting that this is going to uh, bring you greater satisfaction and fulfillment, then this is a really good year to see that starting to manifest and to pay off for you. Um, this is a year when you want to stay very true to yourself. You want to make sure that you are um, doing what you know to be right and to find your voice and be willing to speak the truth not to worry about whether that truth will upset people and staying silent as a result versus saying what you know needs to be said in order to not compromise who you are, your principles, your beliefs, that kind of thing. Now, that doesn't mean that we have to try to drown people out or we have to try to convince them to believe or think the way that we do. It just means that we're not willing to stay silent and if that upsets someone and they decide that's not for them, then we're okay with that rather than trying to keep everybody happy and pleased. Um, it is 11 corresponds to the Justice card in the deck that I use. That's Bast, which um, is, is a mothered goddess. And so, you know, this is a year to really nurture and mother what it is that you're bringing into being. It It doesn't... It bodes well for what you've done. It just means that you have to be willing to nurture it along. Literally think of like a mother cat giving birth to kittens. You know, she has to tend to them and nurture them until they're able to sustain themselves and to provide for themselves. So this may be a year where you're doing a bit of coddling, of nurturing, of tending to in order to make sure that the direction and the changes that you've made career-wise are able to fully sustain themselves and feed themselves and provide for themselves. So it may take a little bit of time, but it is making progress. It just means it takes a little bit of time. So you may have to cultivate a little bit of patience rather than wishing it was, you know, be like giving birth to a baby and then 
six months later wishing it was 18 years old and could take care of itself because it's exhausted. I'm very, very patient with a lot of things. And I'm actually a person who who doesn't mind speaking my truth or my point of view. And um, well, and I've been very frustrated when not able to get the job or the career that I think I deserve. And that's why I decided to take the drastic measure and hoping that it will pan out for me in the end. Right. So a lot of things that you mentioned are, it's, it's, it doesn't, you know, I'm already doing those already. And well, so, so what that... So what that shows us is that this is the year where you start to see major results or you start to see major manifestation from having already started doing those things. So it's kind of like this is where the patience will start to pay off. Well, because I if you've already... Nothing, because this decision that I made either will get me to where I want to be or end up with nothing in the end. Well... The, the cards that came up for me are actually very encouraging because it starts with the reversed moon card and then it's followed by the emperor card. Reversing the moon card can show us that we are moving out of a period of darkness or mystery and we are stepping into the light or we're shining a light on something. So part of what you've done seems to be very key in bringing you into more of a spotlight or shining more of a light on who you are, what you have to offer, what you're capable of doing to the world. And therefore, will be able to be more successful in that sense because it's able to bring greater awareness to who you are and what you're offering. And the Emperor card coming up next to that is also very nice to see because, first of all, the Emperor can represent, um, a, it, it indicates that you've created or built a strong and solid foundation upon which for your vision to become manifest. So, this would go back to what we were just saying. The things you've been doing up to this point have been laying a foundation that is now very solid and is very capable of supporting what it is that you're envisioning building upon it. And now we're moving to the stage where you start to see some of that manifestation, some of that patience paying off, some of those things starting to come into being as part of what you're building on that foundation because you've done the things that were necessary for the foundation to be there in the first place. Um, the emperor is also about becoming literally emperor of your own kingdom. So it shows stepping into a position of authority, um, being your own boss, um, starting your own company, uh, being more independent and autonomous in the decision-making that you're able to do and, and the way that you go about conducting your business are all very favorable with the emperor. So taking on that role and creating those kind of conditions are going to be extremely good for you and are also going to ultimately in the long run pay off. But again, there's a sense of building the foundation and then building the next level and then building the next level. So it's not going to all happen overnight. It's just that you have set it up in a very strong way and it has the great uh, potential for being able to succeed because it has that strong foundation under it that you've already created. And that foundation can also be from experience you have, from other things that you've done, um, from decisions you've made in the past. It's not just about this one little thing, because that foundation is certainly broader than that and stronger as a result of all of the things that you've done, the experiences you've had, etc. Um, so that is all contributed to, and it shows that this was a good time to do this, because that foundation was very strong and ready for this kind of decision to be made. 
if you only know the ramification of the decision, either I get what I want or I end up with nothing, and I'll be permanently um, uh, out of this field. So uh, well, I don't know. Well, the 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 short term and the long term cards that come up here. The short term says that you may feel thirsty for the first few months, but the long term says that it's going to help to move you towards something better. So it, it's a long term goal, and it's a it's a, a marathon. I know it's a cliche, but it, it's a marathon versus a sprint. And if you can keep your eye on the prize and keep your knowledge in the sense of this is the long-term process, it will ultimately pay off for you. So don't give up on it too soon. And don't assume that simply because we're a little bit thirsty right now, because this goes from one to eight cups. And so it's like saying, and the, the one cup, the ace of cups is reversed. So it's like saying, I'm thirsty and there's nothing to drink. I, I don't think you understand my situation um, completely. And it's not about patience and patience and patience because the way I have it set up is, you know, I've, I've built enough of experience or whatever, and I am getting to a point where this needs to happen or it will never happen. Because of my age and all, because of the nature of this field. But have you already made the decision and set this in motion? It's going to depend on a lot of free will of others. It's not a matter of nurturing whatever so, or, uh, but, but, or uh, speaking my truth and this and that. No, it's either you see it or you don't see it. If you don't see it, then I, you know, I appreciate your time. Well, no, but have you already made the decision? Have you already taken action to set this in motion? Or is this still something you're considering doing but haven't done anything about I've yet? I've set it in motion, but um, it depends on other people to see if they're willing to accept the proposal. And then this will be moved on to other parties to see if they will accept the proposal. So it's, it's a lot of things. If I were to not, you know, bargain in such a way, I don't think I'll ever get to where I need to get to. So the emperor card coming in here. Measure. Well, so the reason I was asking the question is because the reversed moon card and the emperor card says this was the time to bring this into the light of day versus keeping it to yourself. This was the time to bring it out and to start moving forward with it. And the emperor card said we had a strong foundation, meaning all of your past experience. We had a strong foundation for this to be able to now move forward on. The Emperor card also indicates to look for someone who has perhaps success in this area already, or you someone. Don't think I've already done that. <laughs> or pay attention to who it is that's now looking at the proposal, because the Emperor card would say there is someone already here or getting ready to appear who is going to be willing to kind of spearhead this for you. So it'd be like them saying. I'm going to now take this to these people because I think this is a good idea or I believe in this or whatever. And so I'm now going to take this to these people or that kind of thing. So really pay attention to that kind of opportunity or that kind of person who may already be here or extremely soon is getting ready to show up um, that will have that kind of influence and be able to do that. Um, because, it, again, this would say if you've already been looking for that, then what you've been doing to look for that is getting ready to pay off. Um, but it also says that either that person is already here 
or it's that person is getting ready to show up. So that is going to be something that you can capitalize on and probably will be as a result of some of the work or the foundation you've already laid. But either that's because that person will hear about this through somebody else, but again, that's because of the foundation you've laid, or they somehow become involved in the process for somebody you're putting this proposal to, and then they really like it and want to then take it to the next level or to the next person or that kind of thing. But that person is, that influential person, I guess you could say, is getting ready to uh, become a major part of the picture. Well, with this pan out in the end. Well, that's what I was saying before. We go from short-term thirsty to, which is one cup of water reversed, to eight cups of water in the long run. So we end up so having. So it's not going to pan out. Well, for me, the short term is only one to three months. So, I mean, we're not looking at years. We're just looking at a few months where it may, it's just going to take a few months to get going. Eight of Cups, this would say that by August, this will be moving forward or you'll be seeing something. No, the timeline, it needs to be right away. It's, uh, I, you know, it's, there is timeline involved and, you know, there's deadlines to meet and it's, it has to happen before, like, spring. It actually needs to happen within the next month in order for things to get going. It's all or nothing. So if you don't see it, like, um, in the short run, then it's probably not going to pan out. Well, this this would not indicate that it's going to happen within the month. Um, but it okay. does indicate... Okay, well, my answer. Okay. But I wouldn't necessarily give up on it, and I think that there will be something that ends up coming about as a result of this that by August you will be then able to capitalize on or move forward with. So hopefully that helped a little bit. And we may have time for one more caller. So let's see. Um, Let's go to area code 619. Um, hold on just a second. Uh, are you there, caller Hello? from area code 619? Yes, I am. I am. All right. My name is, my name is Steve, and my birth is 918. 918, all right. And where are you calling from? California. California. Well, welcome to the show, Steve. What is it that we can look Thank for, uh, look at for you today? <laughs> I'd like to know about any career advancements and changes. And and I want to say something. I think that previous caller could have been a lot more gracious in the answers that you gave her. I mean, just because you didn't tell her what she wanted to hear, there's no reason to be so rude. So I'm sorry she was like that. Well, I, I appreciate that. I understand when people have a lot invested in either emotionally or financially or whatever in something happening that, you know, we can get very attached to wanting yeah. to hear something. Um, exactly. I, I, hoped, I hoped that she was picking up that it wasn't about giving up on it so much as maybe she just needs to be willing to adjust her timeline or adjust her approach 
But I think that's something that we right. can all learn is to not attach yeah. to what we think should happen when, but sometimes need to listen to the guidance of when might be the best time or might be the best approach. So, but I appreciate you, you know, offering that. Thank you. Sure. Um, so did you say September 28th? Was that your birthday? September 18th. Oh, September 18th. Okay. So, uh, all right. So you're in a six year and Six, uh, and this goes from birthday to birthday, so it started in September, goes to next September. Um, six is a number of, in some ways it's a number of respite. It's also a number of learning how to just be and know that a new wind is going to come. I would think of like if you're in a sailboat in the middle of a lake and the wind has died down, instead of immediately turning on the motor to keep going forward where you think you need to be going, just for movement to be happening, that we need to perhaps just go up on the top of the boat and enjoy laying in the sun for a little while, trusting that there will be a new wind that comes along to continue moving us forward when it needs to come. And it may be a wind from a slightly different direction that will move us in a course that's slightly different than what we were on or thought we should be on. And therefore, if we turn on the motor and kept going in the direction we thought we should, we may end up in the wrong place. So this is a year where we have to have a little bit of trust and faith and when that wind seems to die down, don't try to take action for the sake of action versus taking advantage of that moment to catch our breath, to look at things in a new way. Just like if we're working on something and you know we're going cross-eyed because the word the looks spelled wrong, we get up and we go for a walk around the block or we go to the park for an hour to clear our head and we come back and now we look at it and are immediately able to go, oh, I know exactly what I need to do. That's what we need to really focus on and how to approach things um, during this year. So when we talk about career, there may be an aspect of needing to take a break from thinking about it so much or looking at the job listings so much to clear our head and think about a new approach, a new perspective, or find a new place to look for listings or try a new approach for finding out about opportunities that may be slightly different than what we were doing before. Okay. Um, the, the trust aspect says a wind is going to come. <laughs> um, six also corresponds to the lover's card, which is ultimately a card about being at a crossroads and having to look at um, choices and making major choices. One thing I say, numbers go one to nine or one to ten. So the choices that we make this year determine the direction and the tone for our life for the next three to four years. So when you're making major choices about what to do about something, what direction to go in something or some area of your life, also ask yourself, is this what I would want for the next three to four years? And if the okay. answer is yes, then you know that's something to really put energy into pursuing. If the answer is no, then really what that's telling us is we're following the path that is familiar, easy, or comfortable, but is going to ultimately be kind of like taking us in a loop and bring us back around to this point where we're feeling like this isn't quite the right thing, this isn't quite the right direction. It's asking us to challenge ourselves to perhaps go the direction we know to be right even though we can't see where it's going to end up rather than needing to go a direction where we know where it's going to take us or what, it's, what, the, what the road is going to look like before okay. we will even go. So if we're talking about career, this is a year where you're at a crossroads in your career path and you have the opportunity to change up the direction in some way, 
trust the direction you're being pulled in, even if it feels challenging or you're not quite sure why it would be seeming like the direction to go because you can't see where that's going to take you because ultimately okay. that's the direction that's going to lead to greater fulfillment, greater success. Um, but this is really the year to pay attention to that choice-making process. Um, okay. Six, and the lover's card is also a card about synchronicity. Now, the difference for me between coincidence and synchronicity, coincidence is a random event that we can have a funny story about. Synchronicity is a random event that we can have a funny story about that we take action on. So okay. there's right timing, right direction. Pay attention to what seem like random events. You know, it's like if you're telling me you want to do X, Y, and Z, and then tomorrow you're standing in line at the coffee shop and you strike up a conversation with a stranger who says, oh, I just finished a course in X, Y, and Z. Pay attention to that. Take note of that. Look into that course or, you know, whatever it is, because the right thing at the right time is going to come along during this year. You want to be ready to both recognize it and take action on it rather than just kind of laughing and saying, oh, isn't that weird? Uh Um, A lot of that has to do with us being clear in what our intention or our goal or our vision is because then we notice more readily when those synchronicities happen Um, because either we're more clear in how we talk to someone about our vision or goal and then they say, oh, you know, I hear you saying that and I just happen to know somebody that's working at a company that's doing that. Now, if we just said we were looking for a new job this year, they may not say that. But if we said we're looking for a new job in this particular field or doing this particular kind of thing, that may suddenly jog their memory to think of that particular person that they could then mention to you. So you want to, one, make sure you're clear in your own intentions and goals and visions for what you want from your career, and then be willing to both express that more clearly and pay attention to those synchronicities that happen as a result of the expression of that because that will inform choices you can make or directions you can go, which may not have occurred to you previously and may seem very odd to you, but ultimately will be right for you if you're willing to challenge yourself with them. Um, The first card that came up for me when I was drawing cards was the star card, which shows somehow or some way you're on the right path. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, It's also the neon sign from the universe kind of blinking, saying go this way, like the 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 star that the ship would follow on the the ocean to stay on course. So, again, that's kind of like the synchronicity thing. Pay attention to the signs and to the omens that may be appearing because they're going to point you in the right direction. Um, It also is a card that says you can get what you hope for or wish for. But, again, you want to be careful what you're wishing for because you're going to get it. So make sure you're very clear in what you want, the direction you want to go in your career because that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to, you know, what you put out there is what the universe is going to hear as your wish or your hope. So if you just want a new job, it'll drop a new job of being a waiter in a restaurant right in your lap. But that may not be what you really are wishing for. So you want right. to be very clear in, I mean, unless you want to be a waiter, then great. But, um, but you want to be very clear in what you're wishing for. Um, Two of Swords reversed comes up after that and says, stop driving yourself crazy, um, considering all of the different options all of the time. Oh, I could go this way. Well, I could do this. Well, I could do this. Well, I could do that. Well, now I feel completely torn because I don't know which to do. Um, So the reversal of that says we need to make a decision and start acting on it. Plus, it can say everything is starting to point in one direction. Um, I would say, well, the... 
well, the High Priestess card comes up reversed in the challenge position, which says if you don't trust or listen to your intuition or what your inner voice is telling you or where it's guiding you, then you're going to end up going wrong. So, again, pay attention to what that inside voice is telling you is the right okay. thing for you to be doing or the direction to be going because it's not going to steer you wrong. The more you go against that, the more you'll find yourself unhappy with the choices you make or the things that you end up in. The Three of Wands comes up in the next one to three months, which shows us that you've got great opportunity for expansion in the next one to three months. So I think that the first quarter of the year is going to be very key. This may be something that takes you to a foreign place, uh, working for a foreign company. You may still be working here. may also include travel, foreign travel, especially in some way, but it also is an opportunity to grow and expand. So really challenge yourself to make a choice for something that's going to allow you to expand yourself creatively and career-wise in terms of what you're doing rather than just doing the same thing. Um, this also would probably indicate by the next fire sign, so I'd anticipate by Aries um, you'll find it. Uh, and then Nine of Cups comes up after that, which shows us that's the card of happiness, and again, it's another wish fulfillment card. So there's a lot here that says you're going in the right direction, especially of making a change. Make sure you're very clear in what you're hoping or wishing for because you're likely to get it, and probably by... September, you're going to be extremely happy with where you find yourself career-wise, and that's probably going to open up and the opportunities are going to be there within the first quarter of this year to start moving that forward and expand. So take advantage of what you see and really take advantage of that time period because it's going to be very key. And there you go. Will this portion of the show be in the archives too so I can listen to it again? Yeah just on Blog Talk Radio or in iTunes. It's available as a podcast to download as well. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Carousella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for What's Your Prescription for Balance with Mildred Lynn McDonald and Dr. Glenna Calder, Thursday afternoon at 3.30 p.m.